brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. Oh, shit. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network on a beautiful Wednesday morning. Hope you all enjoyed the last episode of Hard Knocks last night. Boy, Jeff, we got a, we got a jam-packed show today. We do. Hard Knocks recap. J.J. McCarthy's situation, of course. Have to go over the AP poll. Top 25 release. Where Michigan are. Are they in the top four? What it means for their season. <sighs> top of the hour division winners around the NFL. We'll release our power rankings. Predictions time. Power rankings in the NFL as well going into the season. A ton of great stuff today. <laughs> but how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I uh, watched last night's episode of Hard Knocks. I didn't know how to feel. I was, I was sad because you saw a lot of moments where you're like, you know what? I feel bad for him. But at the same time, though, I did enjoy the Hard Knocks experience. I think they still missed out on a lot of things, in my opinion. I, it, just from a, if you're looking at it from uh, entertainment value, I think Jeff Okuda and Jamison Williams still are two players that you probably could get a little more out of. But again, I'm, I'm nitpicking at this point. Uh, as a Lions fan, it was it was it was good to see us on Hard Knocks. It was nice to see the moments, and especially at the end, that last episode, it really it really opened at least my eyes even more to how different the culture is. Uh, as opposed to with Matt Patricia. And it, how can you not like it as a Lions fan, man? Like seeing Dan Campbell at the end take, you know, like 30 minutes to respond, and he finally says it. And he's like, the Detroit Lions can and will. Uh, now, however you define it is how are you, however you define it. But um, it's, it's awesome to see the culture. It really is. And then they got to win, but in terms of an attitude around the team, it's, it's refreshing. I mean, every single player they cut said thank you, and, and I love what you guys are doing. So... I think it says a lot about, you know, Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes as people, as individuals. I think one of the takeaways has to be it's been consistent the whole time, right? You said the players, even when they got cut, hey, coach, you're doing a hell of a job. Yeah. Hey, you guys are building something special here. That's all great. But it's been consistent. I have to be fair. Like, that has been the consistent theme with every player that's been in and out of that door since those two have arrived. And... You want to look too much into it, not too much? I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to dive into an episode of Hard Knocks. I thought it was a good good ending. I thought they did a good job with it. I told you yesterday I'd give it a 7. After last night, probably 7.5. That's what Hard Knocks is supposed to be about, right? You know, tug on the tug on the heartstrings a little bit. Yeah. Oh, players getting cut. Reality of the NFL. Well, there is a reality facing this entire organization. It's and it's three less letters. than not even what? 72, 96 hours away. Playing the game of football. And not only playing, Jeff, winning. I'll say three letters, win. That's it. You have to win. Yeah. Welcome to the NFL. Like, again, for as good of an offseason as it's been, Aiden Hutchinson falling to you at number two. Your GM trading up in the draft for Jameson Williams, number 12 overall. His previous draft walking away with Penesol and Amon Ross St. Brown. St. Brown, a fourth-round pick. A lot of good things. 
And you can do a lot of good things in the NFL and still lose your job. Why? Because you're you're not winning. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. So we gave our season predictions yesterday. Went game by game. I'm seven and ten. You eight were nine. eight and nine. Yep. I don't think far off. I think that's the reality for the team. Do I think they're one of the teams that can go from worst to first? With that defense. You know what? I was just gonna say it's not just the defense though. Unproven defense, I should say. If the Lions were in any other division, I think you could make a legitimate case that they could be one of the worst to first teams. I think you could make that argument. But I don't see how they leapfrog Green Bay and, or Minnesota yeah, in yeah, the both. same season. Green Bay fielding a top five defense, Minnesota fielding a top five offense. Good luck. That's <laughs> tough, man. It just is. It yeah, just it is. is. Especially with that defense. Got to win twice a year. I think the whole process of cutting players, you know, it's that's tough, man. Right? These guys are busting their asses off. Uh, definitely pulls on the heartstrings, but overall, good episode. I think one of the better ones. Did you like the Chase Lucas love? I loved it. Because I think he's got that, there's there's that certain, and I know people use the term dog, but he's got he's got that uh, willingness to get better every single day. And he even asked, he's like, Coach, I got a chance to start. Like, I want to start. I don't want you guys to think I'm not ready. Like, he, he really, and they described it as he loves football. I think that's a perfect way to describe Chase Lucas. I'm, I'm excited for him. And that's what I loved about Hard Knocks, is you got to see, you know, the, the different, perspectives of, uh, different perspectives of different players. Like, for example, uh, Craig Reynolds. I mean, a guy that was almost on the brink of being cut. But the thing that stood out is all the coaches said good things about him. Aaron Glenn liked him. Deuce Staley liked him. I mean, everybody said good. Dan Campbell and Brian Holmes both liked him. And then, you know, it, it got down to, to the tough decisions where, you know, Godwin gets cut, and we, which we already knew this was going to happen. But I'm glad, you know, it, it's really the, the individuals. It's, it's, you know, Craig Reynolds. It's Chase Lucas. Seeing how much the coaches just absolutely love those guys. So, and I love, I love Craig Reynolds. That was my guy. I wanted him to stay out of all the running backs that, you know, had to get released. So I'm glad he's here. But it was nice to see that perspective. Chase Lucas, uh, slowly but surely. He's a competitor, man. Slowly but surely. And he plays, again, I think the most difficult position in the NFL outside of quarterback. It is so hard to line up at corner. It is impossible with the rules we have in place today to even guard these receivers. And look, uh, this isn't a knock, but look at Hunter Renfro. Dude's a, essentially a wide receiver one, statistically. He's, what, the second best receiver on his team? Maybe the third best option on his team behind mm -hmm. Waller and Adams now? These guys are Cooper Cup. These are guys you don't associate with dominating the league, and they're unguardable. By the way, I mean Wes Walker started this all all those years ago, but right, man, it's the the league has changed, and in a good way, I think. And you know, one of the things that has changed also is the culture. Calvin Shepard, you had uh, Eze when he got cut with his remarks on Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes and the product they're building and the culture they're building. That's great, man. That's good to hear. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. But reality's on Sunday. Reality starts. And I love the ending of the show. Calvin Shepard was quoting, uh, quoted saying, the 2022 Detroit Lions will put the NFL on notice. Dan Campbell said the, the Detroit Lions will, can and will, I yeah. believe. I liked um, Aaron Glenn's response. Compete every game. That's what I think, you know, that's going to yeah, be their Yeah, we said their, that last year, MO. though. You know? Some cables. 
You know, you're I'm right. Just saying, you're right. But you can compete. Every team realistically competes. You're right. But every year, but for 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 I think how they described it too, and you brought it up. There's the mindset they're building. You have to win. Like players, especially now before the season, your 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 record zero zero. It's easy to say we're going to put the world on notice, but once you're you know one in five, it, things start turning. But I will say, even last year, the players not quitting on Dan Campbell. I, I get you have to win to build a winning culture, but at least he he's got guys playing hard for him. And and I know that's not all you want your head coach to do, but we'll see. A lot of these issues and a lot of these questions are going to be answered if they can just win. Simply, I mean, if you can win at least six, seven games, I think people are, are, are not going to buy out. They're, well, they're think about what it does for your culture, right? Absolutely. You go out there and you win a certain amount of games. You double and now your win it's total. Year one, at the floor, rock bottom. Year two, all right. Well, we're following this trajectory, and that's all you care about in the NFL. So you go from three to seven to ten or eleven. And you contend, dare I say, even win the division? That's that's kind of how the NFL works. Mm -hmm. I say this all the time, every three years, for a reason. That's why. So they have a lot to prove. And they have a lot to win this year without technically winning, right? You're not going to call it a winning product if they're 7-10 and 10 at the end of the year. But it's a product that's going in the right direction. Progress. Not a, you know, that, that's a time. And that's that a good product, product could turn, turn real good going into year three. I think Minnesota and Green Bay are more equipped to contend and win the division this year. I don't see the Lions having enough. I think offensively they're good enough. You got to scratch your head on defense. Yeah. How bad is bad going to be this year? Right? In golf, you know, the famous thing golfers always say is, you know, it's not about how good my good shots are, but it's how good my bad shots are. Mm -hmm. Right? How good, or excuse me, how bad is bad for the Lions on defense this year? Is it Philly bad? Is it San Francisco bad last year? Cincinnati? Or is it Baltimore? Or Minnesota the first go-round? Or second go-round? No, is what, what defense is showing up more often than not throughout the season? That'll define your season. I'm not too worried about the offense. I'm really not. Ask Minnesota. I mean, a lot of those games last year were determined by one-score games, mostly because of their defense. So Minnesota, I think, you know, if, if they had all things go right last year, they could have won at least 10 games. They went 8-9. and nine. So it just depends. I mean, I, I get it. That's the big question. But for me, I don't want to say it's a, you know, bad defense. I'll say it's an unproven defense. There's a lot of areas they have to improve, especially linebacker. But again, you don't know what you're going to get out of Malcolm. You don't know what you're going to get out of Aiden, Kirby Joseph, and everybody else. So Jeff Akuda is another one. So I'm going to say they're unproven. I think that's. The, but to your point, though, you're right. Offense is is really going to have to tow this thing and not put them in bad situations because if that defense isn't, they they can't hold up. I don't think last year they did, but still statistically they weren't very good. Despite, you know, some games where they had low-scoring games and the Lions still lost. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be up to that offense because this defense, man. Remember the statistics we talked about all sink. last season. If they scored more than 20 points. Yeah. Every single game of the year. I believe the number was six or seven total wins. Right. That's it. The defense showed up at times. When they were bad, they were really bad. Case in point, Philly, Cincinnati, <laughs> San Francisco. When they were bad, they were really bad. And then they had some really interesting moments. Baltimore, right? You even go to the midseason matchup, I believe it was against uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I was going to say Minnesota, they held to under 20 points. They held their points. own in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, they lost on a last-second field goal, but they held their own. And they had an opportunity to win that game. 
But like we had seen them against Baltimore and early on in the year, just, they couldn't stop any team on the last drive, which is, again, concerning. But how bad is bad, right? If you tell me you're only going to give up 16 points to the Browns or 10 points to the Steelers or what, what was it, 19 or 20 points to the Ravens, you're feeling really good about winning those games this year with this offense. Fair? Fair. So how bad is bad? I think that's it. That's Aaron Glenn, I think, will do a good job. They'll be better. They'll get better throughout the season. I'm not too worried. But are you going to have games where you're giving up 34, 35, 42 points a game? You have to cut that down. That can't even happen once, to be honest with you. You, you don't want to be anywhere near averaging 27, 28 points a game given up on defense. You don't want to be near well, that number this year. No, you don't. Especially if your defense, you take a defense on a long drive, they score, and then your offense turns the ball over and your defense gets back out there. Like, that's that's the situation you don't want the Lions to be in, where the defense is gassed and they're going out and facing a team that they are just outmatched by. So, again, it goes back to the offense not putting the defense in bad situations. That That's the most important thing to me, and we'll see. I mean, I got enough confidence that Ben Johnson, Jared Goff, and, and company will at least keep this thing afloat, but we'll see, Adam. I mean, you make great points. Fair that enough. defense can, uh, they, it can get ugly quick. Fair enough. Well, I did some research yesterday. I tweeted about it. Mm -hmm. And this is regarding the Michigan J.J. McCarthy, Jim Harbaugh situation. And I really want to share with you what I found to be very interesting, given all the comparisons I can draw from it moving forward. But we'll take a quick break when we get back, of course. The Michigan quarterback controversy. Jim Harbaugh's current situation at Michigan, why Michigan could be primed, dare I say, for a national title run for the next three, four years. We'll get to that in just a bit, but before we do, I gotta tell you about where I was this morning, and that was at Planet Fitness. God, I gotta figure out which left hand is the right hand or whatever. Anyways, Planet <laughs> Fitness, the home of a judgment-free zone. Your fitness is essential. Make sure you get to a Planet Fitness near you to sign up today or visit them at planetfitness.com. You can get started for zero down, $10 a month. Take advantage of their current promotion. Zero down, $10 a month, guys. Take your fitness seriously. At work and at home, we're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. When you need apparel, there's only one place to go. Big Frog in Novi. With no setup fees, no artwork fees, no minimum, and a 24-hour turnaround, you can have your whole team outfitted in no time. Embroidery, direct-to-garment, vinyl, and screen printing, Big Frog has it all in all the styles you want. So whether it's a sports team, fundraiser, school event, or corporate needs, Big Frog is your one-stop destination. Visit bigfrog.com novi or call 844-4-BIG-FROG. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts 
They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. We are the network for Detroit. By Detroiters. Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. Jeff Ifrady here, and let me tell you about our friends at Ulta, because at Ulta, uptime matters. Ulta equipment has everything you need to get the job done. You have a big project coming up. Ulta Rent has you covered. Call them today, 844-GO-TO-ULTA. That's 844-GO-TO-ULTA today. All right, we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Beautiful Wednesday. Works. Yeah, it is a Wednesday morning. God, this whole the, delayed yeah, the week weekend. throwing me yeah. off. By the way, you know, tonight is the last night. You'll fall asleep. When they'll with no football. Uh, I knew you were going to say it. I know it's a great feeling. I can't wait for tomorrow, man. man. You got a great game. All that, right, that's well, my, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to spoil anything, but those two teams playing tomorrow? I already got my lock pick of the night. I got them going far. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl? Uh, those are, those are my teams. We'll, we'll, so we'll, we'll get to we're it. We're saving that for later in the week. So let's throw Super Bowl predictions out well later into the week. All right? We got a few more days left. Jeff? What's going on? I had to do some homework yesterday. Michigan coming off their first college football playoff appearance. Mm -hmm. Michigan winning their first Big Ten title since 2004. Thanks to the help of a phenomenal defense. Defensive coordinator for the first year, Mike McDonald. Goes to the NFL now as a defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh finally dealing and beating Ohio State. Finally accomplishing what he came to Ann Arbor to do, which everybody expected him to do because he is a phenomenal coach. And that was to win the Big Ten and compete for a national title. Now, did they compete against Georgia? Take away what you want. No, it wasn't the prettiest game. But you know what, Jeff? There's a hell of a situation that I found that's quite similar to what Michigan had done. So in Jim Harbaugh's first seven seasons, he's 61-24 and 24 with a 72% win percentage. All right? Okay. Going into the season, he's coming off his first college football playoff appearance where he did lose in the semifinal game. Dabo Sweeney's first eight seasons at Clemson. And you know what's funny? We did this last year, by the way, on the show. But it just keeps making more and more sense, especially coming off a college football playoff appearance. Dabo Sweeney's first eight seasons, 75 and 27, a 74% win percentage, coming off his first college football playoff appearance where they lost in the championship game with Deshaun Watson. And then... Insert Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence over the next four years. And what do you get? Three college football playoff appearances, two titles. One with Deshaun, one with Trevor Lawrence. And that has me begging the question this morning. Harbaugh, going, again, going into his eighth season, 61-24, and 24, very similar win percentage, coming off his first college football playoff appearance. Insert J.J. McCarthy? What's the ceiling here? 
And look, uh, again, you're not going to find anybody who's been more vocal about wanting JJ in the job, even dating back to last season. But Michigan recruits at a high level. And you can't tell me Clemson did not directly benefit for the Trevor Lawrence years from what happened with Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So is JJ your end-all, be-all? He doesn't have to be. But what JJ allows you to do, in my opinion, in the in the transfer portal, along with recruiting, is bringing all these guys that will just take Michigan to the next level, in my opinion. And again, Jim Harbaugh wins. He's a winning coach. All right, he got the monkey off his back, finally beat Ohio State, finally captured the Big Ten title last year. All the momentum is in this program's favor. They just got to make the switch, in my opinion. Will they win two national titles in the next four years and get the three college football <laughs> playoffs like Clemson did? I don't know, but that is, I have to ask that question this morning though, because you put in JJ McCarthy, how many more teams in the entire landscape of college football are you more confident in this year than Michigan? What would you say, Bama and Georgia? Maybe Ohio State? Mm-hmm, those are my, my three. So th th those are your top four in the AP poll? Right. Anybody else? Are you concerned with? Are you concerned with USC or one under Lincoln Riley? Yep, not yet. Florida, Baylor, no, Notre Dame, no. Michigan have such an amazing opportunity, and I find it fascinating. Insert JJ McCarthy this week. Are we going to see similar level of success? And is it fair to at least draw comparisons? To what happens after that Deshaun Watson national title loss in their first college football playoff appearance with what Michigan are coming off of? Uh, no, it's not crazy. I mean, if, if J.J. can become Deshaun Watson or as good as Deshaun Watson, then I think Michigan fans are going to be very happy. But I think what you brought up is a great point. On top of that, and who would have thought good offensive skill players want to play with good quarterbacks? So if you're able to recruit guys or continue to recruit guys like J.J. McCarthy, Michigan's going to land good receivers and good skill position players. Because if you guys, if, if you look at what Clemson's done, they have, they've had Deshaun Watson, they had Trevor Lawrence. That's what's helped them with recruiting as well. It's not just the Clemson. It's, listen, we have a you know quarterback like Deshaun or like Trevor Lawrence. We're going to be in the, uh, the conversation to make the college football playoff every single year. So, of course, that's a good selling point for, for wide receivers and, and skill position players. But I just want to add this, too. With Michigan right now and where they're at, J.J. McCarthy, I think, has a chance to be you know the uh the cavalier in a way he's going to be a, a he's a five-star quarterback but somebody that i think can make the nfl uh somebody that i think could be a very very good quarterback and somebody that i think if he works out can take this team to the college football playoffs so to your point it just depends on this year if, if jj starts the rest of the season and they have success and they win let's say they lose once and it's the ohio state then you're looking at the future like you're you're looking at it like it's pretty bright and if you could continue to bring in good uh skill position players i know they have good players right now but i'm talking like clemson i'm talking like your sammy watkins uh you know your, your, your t higgins these guys that went to clemson that, that ended up panning out then of course you continue to get a five-star quarterbacks you're going to be able to elongate that success because it's not just about jj mccarthy it's about after jj mccarthy well let's look at it because this you mentioned t higgins but you're a step ahead I'll tell you why. What was before T. Higgins? What did that 2015 roster look like? It was Deshaun Watson, right? Mm -hmm. But it was Wayne Gallman running for 1,500 yards. I don't want to say Hassan Haskins, but essentially a right. very similar role, right? You're bell cow back. And you weren't explosive at wide receiver. It was a Travis Scott, 
Sharon Peak, Deion Kane, Jordan Leg uh, Leggett. Those were your top four receivers, none of which had a thousand yards. Remind you of any team? And that's oh, by the way, the fifth receiver on that team, by the way, ended up being Hunter Renfro, by the way. And that's the point I was making, because like like you said, you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, you're going to be able to bring in more and more talent on the outside. So even having JJ for the next two years, I think that's going to help them in recruiting. I mean, you're going to be able to get better receivers because they know what quarterback they're going to play with. So um, definitely, I see the comparisons. It makes sense. So if you want to compare last year's team to the 2015 Clemson, think of the recruiting capabilities. And, you know, we talked a lot about the potential head coaching job for Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Like, man, that, that really derailed their offseason. They yeah. could have been so much better. Hurt it really could have been. And can you announce J.J. McCarthy as the starter when he's undergoing uh, shoulder recovery? Uh, no, you can't. You can't. But, boy, it helps, man. It really helps that at this point. God, I'm talking like Dan Campbell now, throwing a man at the end of my sentence. Anyways, it really helps that you can go into this season coming off your college football, first college football playoff appearance. You can't tell me that we're not going to be talking about Michigan as a top four, top five, top six team in college football in late November. Or excuse me, I should say late October, early November. With three, four, five games left, they're going to be in the top four probably. They'll still be running the table. And they're going to be looking at Columbus saying, we're going to go there undefeated. And depending on how Georgia, Bama, Ohio State do, we win that game. Not That's a guarantee we're in the college football playoff. But... Even if we lose, but we ran the table, we showed we were one of the better teams all year, but we barely lost to Ohio State. Right. I think as a college football playoff voter, you're looking, you're sitting there saying, hey, you know what? Um, a a one-loss Pac-12 champion? Uh, a one-loss Big 12 champion? Or a one-loss Michigan team that barely lost to the Big 10 champion, Ohio State, who ran the table? Like, Michigan has a great opportunity this year to get back to the college football playoff, but let's look at the next four years. If I told you in the next four years they made three college football playoff appearances and won two national titles, I don't think we'd agree and say they'll do it, right? I think that is very unlikely. Having said that, do they have the opportunity to be at least as relevant as Clemson were in that stretch? I think with J.J. McCarthy, they absolutely do. And that's why that decision is so program-changing. It's not just about winning games this year. You play J.J. McCarthy... How many players want to play with a Deshaun Watson, want to play with a Trevor Lawrence, right? Hell, you even look at Alabama now. Nick Saban caught up. He didn't sit there and sit on his high horse and say, yep, defense running the football, Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Jalen Hurts, and then it was Tua, and now it's Bryce And Young. look what receivers that got them. Jerry I mean, Judy, yeah. the list goes on. Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. we can go on and on. A dynamic quarterback at your program and you will benefit significantly from it can I ask you something too because something that Dabo Sweeney at the time of Deshaun Watson didn't have to deal with at least you know above the table maybe under the table is NIL do you think how do you think NIL is going to affect this as well moving forward for Michigan because we, we've seen them and you know you, you struggle I guess is, is probably the way to put it with this new era but with the terms of going out and getting, like, uh, for, for an example, Dante Moore went to Oregon, got 1.5, you know, was able to go to Oregon and start. That was a, a quarterback that Michigan fans did want to go to Michigan. How do you, how do you, what do you say about that for, for Michigan fans? How do you approach the future with recruiting guys like another J.J. McCarthy? for Dante Moore, 
in that situation. Right. Uh, the NIL thing played a big role in it, mm-hmm. from what I know. But, again, Cade McNamara is the starting quarterback. When you're Dante Moore and you're 18 mm-hmm. years old trying to make a decision, and you say, okay, who is the most recent Michigan quarterback and do I relate to them? Dante Moore, athletic, dual threat, looking to shine in college. Cade McNamara. Pocket quarterback, game manager. That's kind of the complete opposite. So I don't, again, I, I totally get that situation. But NIL is going to play a big role. Because Clemson and Michigan will pay. have the money. Yeah, they do. Michigan have the money. They have the facilities. They have the recruiting power with Jim Harbaugh. Still a damn good recruiter. Can you get the buy-in to get to the next level, which is the level of Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Clemson have been. Georgia have been. Alabama have been. How do you get to that level? Talent. Look at the NFL. Kyle Shannon. Do you know what his record is without Jimmy Garoppolo as a starting quarterback? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Is it, Let, I'll uh, give you the number. 36 games. What do you think his record is? Oh, uh, under under 500. 8 and 28. Oh, my God. That's really under 500. 8 and 28, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Without Jimmy Garoppolo starting as quarterback. Puts into perspective. You need talent. Yeah. You need your quarterback to be playing at an excellent level. Hell, you know, for all the stuff and all the crap you gave Lincoln Riley out in Oklahoma, he produced two Heisman winners. <laughs> Both went number one overall back-to-back. Yep. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Oh, and he made Jalen Hurts look a lot better. And he actually got him drafted in the second round instead of what would have been probably a third, fourth-round pick had he gone anywhere else. And Caleb Williams is next. Yeah. Go get your quarterback, Michigan. It just so happens you have him. Nobody in the Big Ten outside of Ohio State has the potential you have at quarterback. C.J. Stroud, we all understand. And I'm not talking NFL comparisons. I don't care about the NFL. This is college football. Mm-hmm. Give me a dynamic quarterback that can win football games. J.J. McCarthy checks that box. Caleb Williams, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. That's the conversation you're going to be in. And that will only attract more recruits and allow you to move forward. When we get back, Jeff, our top 10 teams in the NFL, we're going to release our first power rankings. We'll do this every Tuesday moving forward. The day before the first Thursday Night Football game. Ooh. I'm excited, Jeff. I'm excited. But before we go, i got to tell you about the official drink of the summer, and that is the Mulligan brought to you by our good friends over at Gypsy Vodka. The official drink of the summer, 8% alcohol, iced tea, lemonade, vodka mixed, of course. Our good friend Fish is going to host a barbecue this weekend, and you know what I'm going to be drinking? On a nice Mulligan. Or you can be like Westfall, head over to the golf course, and have a few drinks while you're there as well. Just make sure you're doing it responsibly, and we'll see you guys in just a bit. Hey, this is Mr. Kearney. Chief Academic Officer Academy Warren, I want to welcome you to the brand new field house. The state-of-the-art facility has a regulation basketball court, volleyball court, soccer field. It can be used for 707 football. Our K-8 academic features, AM, PM, Lashkey, small classroom sizes, Learning Street, Futuristic Media Center, free breakfast and lunch, Holton Mifflin curriculum, academic games, K-8 athletics and more. Enroll today at academywarren.net. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. For a limited time only, all new burgers and loaded fries at Big Boy. It's not a Slim Jim, it's the Big Jim. The chili cheese is such a tease. Guess what else is new? The bacon blue. How about upgrading those fries? Chili cheese fries, baked potato fries, nacho fries. What will it be? Satisfy those taste buds at Big Boy. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. And we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Jeff, Iafredi, myself, Adam Baydoun, Samuel Fisher, Alex Westwell. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Should be a great, great, great segment here. Jeff, top 10 teams in the NFL. Yes. You know, we don't ever typically agree on stuff. No. And but I was makes actually it great. surprised you had the Raiders in your top 10. Uh, that was that was a, a handshake move. <laughs> when I saw the list, I was like, all right. You're like a proud, all right. proud Good job, uh, big bro. There moment. you go. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. Top 10 teams. Mine are on the top. Jeff's are on the bottom. All right, Jeff. You got Miami at number 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. Miami made your list. They did. That's ballsy, dude. It is. That's ballsy. So... Give me two teams on the outside that didn't make your top 10 list that you were really thinking hard, uh, closely and hard about. Um, actually, both, you could argue, were in the NFC North. The really? Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings, because I like both of them. Green, Green Bay in totality. You have Aaron Rodgers. I get the receiver room is, is a little, you know, they don't have a, a ton of talent there yet. But defensively, I think they make up for it. Um, there's a lot of teams I also thought about too at this spot. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with those two though. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers is another team that I think was was left off this list slightly, but uh, there's a lot of teams. You know, I could go. The two teams that missed out just barely for me: number one, the Packers, mm-hmm. and number two, the Niners. I yeah, think those... the Niners have probably a top five roster. We'll see if Trey Lance can play. But you got the Miami Dolphins at number ten. I respect it. Tua Tagovailoa, Mike McDaniel is the head coach now. You have Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. Good the, defense. Chase Edmonds at running back, a revamped offensive line. They're going to be good this year. The Raiders, I got them at 10. I know you have them a little higher. The Raiders, for me, there's one question mark. One question mark that will totally derail their season. Mm-hmm. McDaniels. Josh I, McDaniels. I'm, I'm banking on it. <laughs> no. I'm banking on him, too. But I you're got right. Him in my top 10. But you're right. Devontae Adams. Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, a pretty good offensive line. This team made the playoffs last year with a fake head coach. <laughs> you have no reason not to not only contend in your division, but to be honest with you, you walk away. And by the way, we both did the same thing. I believe we did, right? Yes, we did. We both have all four teams from the AFC West in our top ten. Which is... that? That says something. Yeah, that division is going to be hell. I say by week three, week four, two out of those four teams are probably going to be out of the top ten, just given they're going to lose games. They're all going to play each other. But 
going on at number nine, you have Philly. I can't believe you have Philly in your top ten. I'm not going to lie. As a that roster. That was a surprise pick. Yeah. That was a surprise pick and, for me. And this Explain is another it. team that I had to leave out, too, is, is the Ravens. And I get the Ravens are just outside of this. You have them at three. Um, I like what the Ravens are building. I just still have questions about who Lamar is going to be throwing to besides Mark Andrews. And we're going to find out this year. Uh, I'm talking about in totality, guys. This is as a team offensively and defensively. And if I'm basing it off that, I think Philly and Miami have a more complete team than the Ravens. Uh, call me crazy, but I looked at the roster. That's what I figured. So, really? Uh, yeah, I really do. Both sides of the ball. I can't wait to get to it. Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. Uh, number nine, I, I do have Philly. I think as a roster, they have the best offensive line. They have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, two guys that I think are going to be very, very good. The only question I have, uh, the only question I have about this roster is their quarterback. They have Dallas Goddard, who almost had 1,000 last year. They have a very, very good defense. They just traded for Gardner Johnson, a really good corner, on top of who they already have at corner, linebacker, their pass rush. Are you sold on Jalen Hurts? No, I'm not. But as a roster, I'm putting them at nine. Now, it's up to them if they want to derail the season. But as of right now, they do have, I think, a top-10 team. We'll get to Jalen Hurts later because um, we're going to yes, talk about we him are going to talk about in it. the second hour of the show. But at number nine, I got the Denver Broncos. All right, Russell Wilson, I think, makes all the difference in the world. It's a young wide receiver core, but there is talent. I don't like the Tim Patrick injury, but they'll deal with it. You got mm -hmm. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon out of the backfield. Nathaniel Hackett coming over from Green Bay. It's a good move. I think Broncos at nine. We both agree here at eight. Kansas City, the Tyreek Hill trade yeah. does hurt. I think it'll hurt significantly. The defense losing Honey Badger, that's going to hurt as well. Any complaints here? I think we both agree. Chiefs at eight. They're going to be a good team. Are they going to win their division? Probably not. I think we have the same division winner, which we'll get to later. Mm -hmm. But for eight, do do we have anything else to add with the Chiefs? No, no. Patrick Mahomes, I think. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, that sums it up. they got to be a top ten team. Alone puts him in there. Yeah. All right, number seven. Yeah. I got the Tampa Bay Bucks. I can't have them as high as you do. I think their defensive line and Tom Brady alone will win them a ton of games this year. They're playing in a weak division. But no Antonio Brown, no Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin coming off an ACL injury, I believe. But, but you add Russell Gage and yeah, Julio Jones. Yeah, I mean, we're talking. I for it works with Tom Brady. Yeah. But look, is it a team that's going to win a lot of games? Is it a team that's going to win a division? Probably. I'll give you that. Are mm -hmm. they one of the better teams that I think are going to get to an NFC Championship game? No, I don't. I I think they're a wild card divisional round at most team. They're not getting further than that. I love Tom Brady. But this is too much for him to overcome. Todd Bowles, first year as head coach. They're going to win a lot of games. I just don't think they're good enough to contend for the Super Bowl. And I and I want to go with my reasoning. Also for the Bucs, I just want to add too, like in totality, I still do think they're a top 10 roster. You have them at seven. I think they're better than the Bengals slightly, uh, but it's close. I mean, it's a toss up. Really, for my, my reasoning is four, five, and six, and seven really. Like are going to interchange. Yeah, I, I just felt like with Tom, the receivers they added, they still have a very, very good defense, and I think they'll be good this year. So I have them as a top four team. I don't, I don't have them in the Super Bowl, but they're still pretty good. All right, you got the Raiders at seven. I do me, as a roster. I, I really do, and, and I get it. People, you're going to have questions, and, and people like to nitpick, but I'm talking about as a roster. Like you can't deny the Raiders as a complete roster is a top ten team. I mean, you have them at ten, I have them at seven. It's not much of a difference, but you add Chandler Jones, you add Devontae Adams, you already have Hunter Renfro, who is in a thousand yard receiver. Darren Waller, a thousand yard tight end. I think they're going to be good. And I have them, you know, I, I don't know if they'll win the division when we'll get to that later, but uh, I think they'll be way, way better. It just depends on McDaniels, like you said. All right, fair enough. Well, let's go to top six. So the Vikings, uh, excuse me, not the Vikings, the Chargers. You have them at three. And I, I don't blame you. Yeah, I love the Chargers. From 
the moves they've made, they arguably, outside of the Rams, have the best personnel in the NFL. Absolutely. J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, they made the additions. They have a very good offensive line. Austin Eckler, the weapons they have on offense, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. I get it. But they haven't won anything yet. I, I think it matters a little bit. It's why I'm not so high on the Vikings either. They're at five for me. I think they're going to get to an NFC championship this, uh, this year. But the point for me with the Chargers, I have Brandon Staley, who underwhelmed down the stretch last season. They should have made the playoffs. They didn't. They lost the game to yeah, Oakland. He, he shot himself Question, in the foot. Questionable decisions. He shot himself in the foot. I have questions about Brandon Staley. I think he's going to take that next step this year. I do think they're a team that will contend, let alone win their division. But along with Minnesota, I have the Chargers as I need to see it before I get them any higher than five. Can I ask you this something? Go for it. So the Chargers went 9-8 and eight last year. Yes. The Vikings went 8-9. You have a new head coach, yes. Kevin O'Connell, first-year head coach. And I think the, the Chargers have more talent offensively and defensively. So what makes you think they're going to be better than the Chargers? Because now you have a second-year head coach in Brandon Staley. They're going to get better. I think the Chargers have tougher, so much untapped potential. Yeah. But a much more difficult Which is true. Much more difficult division, division to go through. Yeah. You, it's just Minnesota, Minnesota, to me, offensively, can go toe-to-toe with any team in the NFL, including including the Los Angeles Chargers, including, hell, if you want to throw in the Bengals, you want to throw in the Rams, you mm-hmm. can throw in any offense on that board they can go toe-to-toe with. The Vikings, for me, at number five, they are my complete, not only sleeper pick, I think they're one of the more underrated teams. You know, for all the, for all the knocks we give them on defense about well, you know, under Mike Zimmer, they weren't all that very good. Mike Zimmer he really just fell apart yeah. the last two, three years. He was in Minnesota. There's a reason their GM lost his job, too. I think Kevin O'Connell steps in day one, wins the division with the Vikings, and I think gets them to an NFC Championship game. I, I respect that. I disagree, but I, I respect that. I respect fair. it. Um, Give me your five. So five, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, this is a Super Bowl team that got better, I mean, in my opinion. They, they revamped their offensive line. They added Lyle Collins, um, and they added another offensive lineman. I can't remember off the top of my head. But revamped offensive line, they already have, in my opinion, the best wide receiver core in the league with Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. So, And they add O.J. Howard as well. So I think oh, they were, are talking to him, not officially. So I think they, they deserve to be in the top five, absolutely. You have met four, so we, we pretty much agree Yeah, the Bengals, there. for me, uh, this is a, a team that was leading in the Super Bowl with yep. two minutes left to go. Absolutely. This is a team that went toe-to-toe with every team they played down the stretch. They were one of the better teams down, uh, what, the last five, six games of the year. They got hot at the right time. They beat the Chiefs in a pivotal game towards the end of the year, and then they beat them again in the AFC Championship game. So for me... The Bengals deserve all the credit in the world. They got better on the, with the offensive line. They're returning 10 of 11 starters on defense. I like what Cincinnati's doing. Top three. And I know you have the Bucks at four, by the way. You, you kind of already explained it. Is there anything you want to add to the Bucks before we move on? Tom. Tom Edward Brady. Brady. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fair that, enough. That. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I'm not going to completely hate he it. He might drop off a cliff, but who knows? So top three, we basically agree outside of <laughs> a team you don't even have in your top ten, which I think is crazy. And again, I'm... I'm starting the year with where I think teams are going to finish the year, too, especially at the top five level. Mm-hmm. The teams from 6 to 10, I think, will interchange. I could totally see the Broncos and the Raiders making their way out for a few teams coming in over the next few weeks. Even the Chiefs and the Bucks, I could totally see out of the top 10 two, three, four weeks from now. But the teams that are in the five, uh, those, are, those are the teams I have in the championship games. And, and I don't, don't want to spoil it all. 
But I got the Bills in the AFC Championship game. Okay. I got the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> okay. All right. I got the Rams in the NFC Championship game, and I got the Vikings back in the NFC Championship game. Those are my four teams, and they're in my top five. So the Ravens, John Harbaugh is a top three coach in the NFL. Which I agree opinion. with. I, I think he doesn't get that. enough love. Yeah. I think defensively, they're going to be phenomenal this year. Offensively, a healthy J.K. Dobbins, a better wide receiver core. A they healthy Lamar. You said a better wide receiver oh, core? Oh, I'm sorry. Who? Hollywood Brown. He's anything, not there. Anything, exactly. They're much better. <laughs> they're much better without Hollywood Brown. I don't need a guy dropping as many passes as he does. Oh, my God. I think the offense, look, I still have concerns at oh, just overall how they're going to be able to throw the ball late in games. Right. That is a concern. But Mark Andrews, that offensive line, the ability to run the football, they're going to be a problem this year. They're going to be one of the three three best teams in the AFC this year. Uh, just, just I'm going to go out on a limb with the Ravens here. Okay, that's I'm fine. Gonna say I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. NFL. Chargers hit me. Yeah, Chargers. I, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the Chargers over the Vikings and the, the Ravens. I really am. I like the Chargers a lot. And I think Justin Herbert, the, one of the only quarterbacks – ever to throw 30 touchdowns in his first three years in the NFL so the guy is only going to get better and now you give him an even better defense like uh, I, I think the Chargers it's up to Staley but I think the Chargers if, if, if they can accomplish their goal this year is to win the AFC West and uh, make it far in the postseason so I don't yeah. know if they'll do it but I have them as a top three team so I think they, have, they can they have do a top it. three roster they do I have to say they have a top three roster Brandon Staley has everything in front of him to be the next young up-and-coming great well-spoken head coach it's all in front of him he's got the quarterback he's got the weapons he's got the defense there are no excuses with the Chargers this year I agree 100 percent all right top two these are we both agree these are my two Rams at two yeah defending Super Bowl champions I would have loved to put them at one uh a lot of reporters are saying they've had the best camp that they've seen out of any team they visited mm -hmm. but the Bills man the Bills are a problem the Bills have a division where they're going to probably, I would say, walk through it pretty easily. Not too worried about the Jets. Not too worried about Miami even. And not too worried about New England. I think it'll be Buffalo, Miami, New England, and the Jets. Hell, I could maybe even make a case New England's going to be bottom of the division. But, Jeff, we agree the Rams at two. The Bills at one. They got Josh Allen. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Yes. That offense. That defense. My only concern is... What is your concern? I'm <laughs> McDermott is a defensive-minded coach. And they got they walked all over. They got walked all over by Kansas City. And yeah. vice versa. Their offense walks all over teams anyways. But can they take that next step on defense that will allow them to be what the Rams were last season, right? The Rams were middle of the pack, down the stretch, for really the most of the season actually on defense. And then playoff came, uh, or excuse me, playoff time came, they stepped up. The Bills were the number one scoring defense in the NFL, gave up the fewest points per game, mm -hmm. and then got shredded for the rest of the postseason. Uh, that's not a recipe for success, in my opinion. They got to get better. They have to be more consistent, better in the postseason. That's my only concern with the Buffalo Bills, but I think they're Super Bowl contenders this I, year. I think to look at the Bills, and, and I'll give you it in, in one number, 13. 13 seconds it took for Patrick Mahomes to beat them last year. Yeah. So then they got better. We'll see. It lost, we'll see how, how significant the loss of Brian Dable is. But uh, I'm really high on the Bills as well. They're a team that I feel like can and, and will win the Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, that's my top ten list right there. And I, 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 I do want to say, too, to defend my Miami pick, 
You don't have to defend it. Miami no, loaded up this offseason. That, thank you. All right, you just you just said. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to defend it. All right. Look, I just I don't have them I, in my I, top ten because they do have they do have question marks at quarterback, and I and, I agree. And that's a tough one for me. And Derek Carr proven. Derek Carr's a proven model. That's why I had them at 10. I told you, Miami just missed out along with San Francisco and Green yeah. Bay. They're right there. They're in that three, the first three out. But we'll take a break. When we get back, are the Lions building a winning culture? Is it finally time to believe that they're actually doing things the right way? Or is it just another bunch of BS and they're going to win two games this year and we're all going to be losing our minds? We'll get to that and more in just a bit. But before we do, Jeff, our good friends over at the Sports Marketing Agency. Yes, guys, let me tell you about our friends at SMA. And the Sports Marketing Agency helps spread awareness about mental health and substance abuse. Their new podcast, this is the F Word, helps spread awareness of fentanyl and other addictions. Go to thesportsma.com if you're struggling or know someone who is. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. <laughs> Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. Detroit's downtown summer playground is back. Open all summer long, the Monroe Street Midway. Enjoy roller skating, free Wi-Fi, food trucks, art installations, and so much more. Don't forget to take advantage of the basketball court, putt-putt, and, of course, family programming all summer long. All art installations are done by Detroit artists, and it's a fun, safe event from people 1 to 100. Go to deckedoutdetroit.com. The only sports network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Woodward Sports, Detroit's winning sports network. Jeff, I afraid to hear, and I'm going to tell you about our friends at the Fulling Warehouse in Hamtramck because it is the home of the original football bowling game called Fulling. Two to play, $12 unlimited open play, or you could pay $120 for a lane reservation for up to 10 people get to nine other friends and go out and go to the fulling warehouse you can also get the two dollar mystery beer machine and you can go to the full bar and check it out get a little tipsy so go please go check out fullingwarehouse.com for more information all right we're back here 8 49 here on the morning woodward show jeff my question to you are the lions finally building a winning culture and not only is are they building it but is it actually time for fans to believe in it 
because we we've, we've seen this yeah. throughout the last 20 30 40 50 years doesn't matter it's all just a facade right new guy comes in there's hope and it goes back down to reality right away but is this time actually different and should Lions fans be hopeful I think Lions fans, they, they deserve to be hopeful. I, I just think if you look at past times, and, and, and with, whether it's Jim Caldwell or, or Jim Schwartz, you have these, you know, uh, I guess, years where you, you do make the postseason and Lions fans are bought in. They love it. They're, they're having the time of their life. And then what happens after that is what makes this the situation even worse. So for Lions fans, it's not about buying in because I think everyone's pretty much bought in on Dan Campbell and, and what Brett Holmes is building. It's just really understanding that if you want to build a culture, especially in the NFL, you've got to win, period. So I get you could be hopeful, you could be bought in, you can like what they're doing, but I'm telling you right now, all Lions fans should base their belief on this regime on W's and L's. That That's the end of it. So for me, personally, you can like Dan as the person. You can like Brad as the person, and I love the job they've both been doing. I love how Brad's been approaching the draft, approaching free agency. But the end-all, be-all is winning football games. And I think that's that's what fans have to understand because it's easy to get those two things mixed up. You, you, people buy in and, and I guess you could say drink the Kool-Aid, have the Lions coming out winning 10 games, winning 11 games, whatever it is. But the reality is, is they have to prove it. I mean, this is a team that won three games last year and didn't have a win through, what, nine, ten weeks of the season. So there's a process to this. But I think for Lions fans, I think they're just partially scarred from the past of making the postseason – and then after that, going backwards. And I think with Dan, you're hopeful that he does not do that. This year you win six, seven, eight games. The following season you make the postseason. And then hopefully after that, you can sustain that type of success where you're making postseason runs, you're making the playoffs, having a chance every single year rather than going, you know, six and ten, or it'd be seven and ten now, and then just kind of regressing after making the postseason. So it's up to Dan Campbell. I think he, he's going to be set up to succeed with the talent around him. Brad Holmes, I believe, will continue to surround him with talent, bring in good football players, especially on cheap contracts like he's been doing through the draft. But again, it depends, Adam. Do they make the postseason in two years? What do they do after that? Because then you could be fully bought in. Right now, I like what they're doing. But to say I'm completely bought into what's going on, I got to see it play out in the football season. Fair enough. Uh, look, I'll, I'll let me rephrase the question a little bit. Right? Are they building a winning culture? Not only is it time to believe, or is it just another joke and we're going to be freaking out about this team two years from now and laughing at them? I think now, and I'm only going to go based on my lifetime, I'm not going to go pre-1994. I'm just not going to do it. It's not my history. I understand it, but it's not my history. And I'm going to speak from my perspective. In my 28 years, this is the most competent front office ever. And it's not even close. Brad Holmes is already the greatest GM in yeah. the franchise history. And that's yeah, he sad. is. He is. You have people advising him like John Dorsey and I think from a front office standpoint you absolutely believe in this team but what question marks do we have what unknowns do we have right now well is Jared Goff a franchise quarterback I'm confident in saying he's not but that doesn't mean he can't be pretty damn good right that doesn't mean he can't play to the level of a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr which you can win with by the way and who's your head coach? All right, so look at the Bills and the Rams right now. I want you to give me a grade on ownership, GM, head coach, quarterback. You ready? 
Start with the Bills. Ownership. It's an A. GM? I'd say it's an A. Head coach? As of right now, yeah, it's an A. Quarterback. And then you know the answer to that last question. And it, it, Rams it, ownership. A. Rams they buy GM. in? A. Coach. A. GM. A. All right. Got to check Let's all the boxes. Let's play the game now, right? Those are the top two teams in the NFL, according to me and you. Right. Let's play the game with the Lions. Ownership? Um, better. I would say C plus, B minus. I, I wouldn't go anywhere near B, but I would say C, C plus is fair. C plus, okay. okay. We'll go with that. Front office? Uh, a. Uh, early, I think, but I would say B, B I plus. I guess you, to see the progress, right? B plus. I would say I'll B, say B A plus. just because I like what they're doing. I, but, uh, they haven't made I any agree. significant moves I yet. I do agree, They though. haven't made any significant moves yet. I so. can't knock you for it. I'm, I'm in love with what Brad Holmes is doing, but still. Head coach? Uh, C minus. How do you grade him? Yeah. It was a, if you grade him based off the wins, you're going to give him an F. If you give give players not quitting grade, on him. I would say a C minus C yeah C minus I would go with okay and then quarterback C C average see the difference <laughs> the Rams and the Bills A A A A the Lions C minus yeah B B plus C minus C no you're right I mean it's a good way to put it that's the difference right now so yes you can buy into what they're doing you absolutely should. But you have to have a little perspective this morning because the talent will be there two years from now. I'm very confident Brad Holmes will have this team clicking on all cylinders. The cap will be addressed. You'll have talent. You'll be able to bring in free agents. You'll be able not to worry about first-round picks. You won't even need them at one point. I believe in the Brad Holmes model right now. That I'm bought into. But is the quarterback right now, the wide receiver, are they all there for you to contend? Is the head coach there? I don't know, right? And if I don't know something yet, yes, your job is to project and, and say, hey, they could get there or they will be there. That's fine. You can have that opinion. But Jeff, I have him as seven wins this year. Okay, so he goes from a C-minus head coach to a C, C-plus, going into his third year. Because context matters. Right? If, yeah. If and then going into the third year, you'd expect them to contend for the division. And if they do... But they don't win it. Well, then he's a BB plus head coach. That's not a bad thing. But that's like the progression that this team has to take. And I think you have to buy into it. I really do. I really do. I think this is the easily the best culture they've had in my lifetime. Easily the best front office they've had in my lifetime. Easily the most maneuvering or the best maneuvers I've seen a front office do in my lifetime. When's the last time they've had draft capital? When's the last time they've moved up in the draft? for a position that people actually wanted. Right. Where they've had fortune, where Penesul falls to them at seven, where Aiden Hutchinson falls to them at two. And I, it's I, all happening now. It's just, is the head coach and the quarterback capable of taking the next step? I think they can, but it doesn't matter if I think they can. They have to. They don't have a choice because they'll be out of town sooner than they know it if they can't. And Brad Holmes knows this because the Minnesota Vikings GM prior to the new one who's in charge. Spielman was a damn good GM, made all the right personnel moves, made some good signings, some great draft picks, great value. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't get the head coach, didn't get the quarterback right. And never got a head coach that could elevate his quarterback. Right. Key mistake. Brad Holmes eventually is going to have to answer that bell. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe these two work out together. 
but that's the future that's the reality with this team mm -hmm. and for dan campbell he has something that jim or jim schwartz jim call or jim schwartz didn't have and that's brett holmes so he's got everything out he's got everything for him set up to succeed but it's up to dan campbell ultimately and i'm excited i'm excited to see it absolutely i want brett holmes making those decisions we sure oh wait excuse me i'm gonna try to read this comment correctly we sure don't know but Gra brad is a good hire but he deserves his own coach so rob sure i would agree but you don't know what campbell is yet and i'm not a fan of getting rid of a coach until i know what they are right so yeah. how do you get rid of dan campbell before you know what he is if it goes on wednesday two games this year with that team and that schedule you, then you can have a conversation yeah you're looking at hugh jackson that's not a good thing. Joe and Judge. Nobody yeah, wants him on their team. So, mm -hmm. like I said, it it ends, it starts and ends with win, wins and losses. So we'll see. It, it'll take care of itself. We'll we'll know more after this season. This season will clear a lot of things up for us, all Lions fans. Fair enough. Well, top of the hour coming up. When we get back, Jeff and I release our division winners for the upcoming season. I don't know, Jeff. It's going to get spicy in here. I know it is. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be fun. 9-17, by the way, second hour jam-packed. 9 o'clock, we got the division winner race. AP top 25 poll at 9-17. Newcomers with the Lions, who's going to make the most impact at 9-29. And then Jared Goff and Jalen Hurts have to have a conversation at 9-41. All that and more when we get back. But before we do, I'm going to tell you about where I'm going to go get my haircut. And that's at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. They're awesome stylists. We'll take care of you like they take care of me. Open 10 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. No appointment necessary. That's the kicker. They're, again, they're awesome stylists. We'll take care of you like they take care of me. Get to a Lady Jane's near you. Lady Jane's. It's wicked awesome. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health organization. We serve children through older adults with mental health, substance use, and uh, developmental disabilities across Western Wayne counties and really excited to now be in Downriver communities as well. Give us a call at 734-458-4601. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little chili peppers, man. Get a shot up. This is for the win. Oh! All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. OddsTrader.com is the number one site for your game day bets, play-by-play -play updates, live scores, and the best price for every game for multiple sports books. Go to OddsTrader.com right now for your best bet. All right, we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Top of the hour brought to you by our good friends over at Bedrock Detroit. Jeff, division winner time. <laughs> All right, we did this last year, by the way. I think you went five of eight, and I went five of eight. I think we tied last year. I have to go back and double check, but I'm pretty sure we both went five and eight. I think the one that killed us was, uh, who was it? God. Uh, the AFC, uh, AFC North. 
Neither of us had the Bengals winning the division last yeah, year. Yeah, I probably that was the kicker last year. I uh, yeah, we probably have Cleveland or Baltimore. I no, I think uh, you had no, you had Cleveland, and I believe I had Baltimore. And that both went both now went to hell pretty yeah, quickly. It did. But here are our 2022 NFL division winners prediction for the upcoming season. Jeff, we'll start with the NFC North. Okay. So, I have them at five on my power rankings list. I had the Packers out of the top 10. Just get it out. The Vikings are winning the division this year. Vikings are winning the North. I think 11-6 and six gets the job done. The Packers, to me, are a 10-7 football team. Christian Watson, by the way, is not even above on the depth chart of Romeo Dubes, who was taken after in the draft. Like I don't know what to make of their wide receivers. I, know, I, know. I really don't. I but know. for me, NFC North... It's got to be the uh, it's got to be the Minnesota Vikings. You have the Green Bay Packers though. Yep, everything you said is nice, <laughs> but they don't got Aaron Rodgers, and oh, that's man. but that's that's the difference for me. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this: it's the Packers division until they lose it. I, I'm not gonna sit here and say Kirk Cousins is gonna rip it away from Aaron Rodgers as much as we can say Aaron Rodgers is gonna suffer with the loss of Devonta Adams, and I I agree with you to a certain extent. Aaron, what's Aaron Rodgers' record without Devonta Adams? That's the question I'm asking you guys. To, that's, your, that's your homework assignment. Look that up because I'm telling you right now, the Green Bay Packers, they're going to hurt, I think, and get worse. You can go on Jeff and Gentry, or Jeff and Gentry pod on, on social media and check out my predictions. I have them at 11-6. and six. I think the, the Packers will have six losses, but that still wins them the NFC North. So uh, I love the defense they have. I think their defense can even win them a couple more games because they have a ton of talent. They have a ton of speed uh, in the secondary. So I'm going to go with... Green Bay to win the NFC North just because simply Aaron Rodgers has made receivers look way, way better than they are. And for as good of a defense as they have, Aaron Rodgers is not going to turn the ball over. And they have a run game, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones with that offensive line. I think they'll still win it. But it, I, I like the Vikings. They'll be second. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Vikings <laughs> winning the division. They'll dude. be little brother. They'll be little uh, brother. Yeah, yeah. Vikings winning the division, dude. <laughs> All right. Go to the <laughs> NFC East. We both have the Eagles winning. Yeah. So, yeah. You're very high on the Eagles. You have them in your top 10. Uh, I do agree their roster is pretty loaded. Jalen Hurts, I'm not as concerned as you are about him, but this pick had more to do with my hatred for the Dallas Cowboys than it did with me being in love with the Eagles. So this was a pretty simple decision <laughs> for me. Fuck the Cowboys. Uh, honestly, I was considering putting the Giants or the Commanders <laughs> at this point just for the sake of it, but the Eagles, I think they're the, probably the best most complete roster in that division you, you said it best the only question mark i have and i it's 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 not a big giant question mark but it is jalen hurts i think the rest you don't really have questions about i think they're more talented to dallas and if you want to question jalen hurts it's hard not to question dak prescott who just got paid so and they I'm gonna just go lost with the their left tackle and they lost and their Zeke. left tackle and their number one ride out guys so we'll when ezekiel elliott looks like andy reed you know <laughs> you have a problem so that whole situation is done dallas missing the playoffs 100 percent this year yeah NFC yeah. South, is there much to say here? No. That, the Bucs are the best team. It's division. not even close. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, the Saints have a good defense, but no. Nah. What quarterback? I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, no, I'm I'll good. pass on the Saints situation. NFC West, I think the Cardinals are going to fall off. Me too. The Niners have never had back-to-back -back winning seasons under Kyle Shanahan. That's something to watch out for this year. It's the Rams' division to lose. I think they win it easily. 
Yeah, and a first-year quarterback in Trey Lance. He'll be starting the whole season. We'll see, hopefully. So I think the, the Rams are poised to win the division again. So I have the Rams and uh, Super Bowl winners. They'll, they'll win no the division. Sh- oh, no shit. Oh, last year, I meant. Oh, excuse yeah. me. I was Super Bowl say, winners from last year. Say, no, Dan, no, not, not, no, 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 not <laughs> dropping the hot take. One last year, they'll win the division. All right, all right. Let's go to the AFC North. Last year, I believe it was Cleveland, Baltimore. I'm going to stick with Baltimore this year. I got them number three in the yeah. NFL on my power rankings list. Baltimore, for me, it's their year to win the division although i think cincinnati did nothing for me to knock them off their their perch you're just high on the ravens i'm just very high on the ravens explain cincinnati to me uh well you look at a team who won the division last year the way they go 10 and 6 10 and 7 if i'm not mistaken i want to check real quick just to specify they did go yes they went 10 and 7 so this is a team that got better and it's a team that you know started winning games in the middle of last season so if they can get off to a hot start this year they can win easily 12 games so give me the Bengals. uh the afc is tough but i like what they did they they're a super bowl roster that got better so give me the cincinnati Bengals to win their division i think the ravens will be second all right fair enough afc east we both agree the buffalo bills uh, the clear winner i don't think it's even close to be honest with you I don't think Miami contends for the division. I think New England has a shot at finishing in last. <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah. I think they're going to drop off completely. For the Bills, they're a 13-win team this year. Yeah, I have, the Bills, a I have the Bills winning that division, and then I have the Dolphins second in the AFC East. Uh, not that that matters. They probably they might not make the playoffs considering how tough the AFC is. But, uh, yeah, it's easy. The Bills are winning that Fair thing enough. for sure. Fair enough. The uh, next one we really got to talk about. Because right. how in the hell? Go for it. You first. How, no, it. I'm going to ask you. How in the hell do you <laughs> have the Jags over the Colts? Please explain. All right. Every year, there's a team that goes from worst to first. And, you know, Baltimore last season. You have the Jaguars this season. I, I'm feeling pretty good. Well, excuse me. You had the Bengals last season. I believe the Ravens were fourth last year. Yeah. And then you had last year the Jaguars were in fourth place as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here. Okay. And I'm gonna say the Titans take a step back. I don't like that they lost AJ Brown and replaced him with Robert Woods coming off an ACL injury and Traylon Burks. Not a big fan of it. Derrick Henry, what he's done in that four or five year window, is it even sustainable anymore? Maybe he's the anomaly, right? You can always have an anomaly. I'm going to go against that data point. I don't think it happens. I think the John, excuse me, the Titans take a big step back on offense. The defense is nice and all, but you need an offense to win in this league. I think they're a step behind. I'm going to pass on the Titans even contending for the division. And then we look at the Colts, right? The Colts last season embarrassed themselves the way they went out. Not making the playoffs with that roster was pathetic. And, you know, Carson Wentz gets thrown under the bus for all of it. Which is hilarious to me, even though he had a big role to play in that loss. But no questions about Frank Reich? No questions about them losing their defensive coordinator? No, 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 no. I think the Colts aren't significantly better just because Michael Pittman's going into his third year. And all of a sudden, now Jonathan Taylor's emerging. Oh, and they added Matt Ryan, who was not the MVP Matt Ryan back in the Atlanta days. This is a very, very veteran, game-managing type version of Matt Ryan. He's not going to go on throw for 47, 4,800 yards. But he's not going to lose you games like Carson did. I'll tell you that. I don't think so. Fair. But you know what? Out of all the teams that could boom or bust, I'm taking the team that's going to boom. Mm-hmm. And that is Doug Peterson getting his hands on a young quarterback and Trevor Lawrence. I think the offense is going to be the best in the division this year. The defense I have a lot of question marks about. What Trayvon Walker brings year one, we'll have to wait and see. But I'm 
I'm, I look, we're all sold on Trevor Lawrence as a prospect. There couldn't have been a better situation for him after Urban Meyer than Doug Peterson taking over. Doug Peterson is the perfect head coach right now for Trevor Lawrence where he's at in his career. Watch out for Trevor Lawrence to make a huge statement this season. No, and, I, and I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I like Trevor Lawrence as well, but I do want to say with the Colts, this is a team that last year, you just said it, they didn't make the postseason with the roster they had. In my opinion, they got better, and it's not just Michael Pittman like you brought up. They traded for Naga, uh, Nagangwu, I don't know how to say his last name correctly, yeah, yeah. had yep, nine yep. sacks last year. So this is a guy that I think defensively, I think they have the best defense in their division. So if you're talking about offensively, if you want to say they're second, that's fine. But still, the best defense, the second-best offense with Matt Ryan, a guy who's been to a Super Bowl, has that experience, um, I think they'll win the division. I think it'll be close. I can see the Jags being second, winning some games, because that division, to be honest with you, I, I think they're, they're better than the teams listed. But the Colts, to me, they're poised to make the postseason. And I don't think Matt Ryan will, will throw those games away like Carson Wentz did. So well, that's why we disagree. All right, They open up against Washington. Very winnable game. They're home to the Colts. They've given the Colts problems at home for years now. On the road of the Chargers, on the road of the Eagles, likely losses. Home to the Texans. They're going to play the yeah. Texans twice, probably two wins. Yeah. All right, so they're already 3-2 and two to start the year. On the road to the Colts, probably lose that game. Home to the Giants, should win that game. Home to the Broncos, probably lose. Home to the Raiders, probably lose. On the road to the Chiefs, probably lose. Home to the Ravens, oof, it gets tough. That's your but team. then the Lions, and then you got the Cowboys, and then the Jets, and the Texans, and the Titans again. Like that, that middle part of their season is going to make or break them. That's true. They could easily be as low as six, seven wins, and they could go up to ten. And I think ten and seven in that division it might get you the might get you the division. I don't see the Colts going out and winning 12, 13 games running away with the division. I think 11. They're all going to beat them. They're all going to beat each other. The Titans? Yeah. It's close between the Jaguars, the Titans and the Colts. I'm not saying the Jaguars are going to run away with the division. Bomb. Um, that's my that's my sleeper pick for the year. I respect out of it. all the teams around the league, that division specifically, that's the team I'm going to roll with. And it's hard to project because you have Trevor Lawrence. He could be really, really good. If I told you Trevor Lawrence is a top 10 quarterback this year. Then with Doug Peterson, he's a good head coach. Then, yes. Wasn't uh, he drafted number one overall? Isn't he arguably the greatest prospect to come out of college? Absolutely. Maybe it's time to live up to the bill. If he comes out and plays like a top 10 quarterback this year, Jaguars are winning the division. And that's what I'm going to bank it on. Until he meets the Colts defense. No, I'm, yeah, just, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm Shut joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. AFC Sorry. West. This one's we, just, I mean... This is the hardest division to call. Who did you struggle between? Because it was a Chargers. Between the Chargers and someone else? Yeah, who in that division. I'll give you my order. You won't believe me, though. Okay. All right. Chargers won. Raiders two. Broncos three. Chiefs four. Oh, we, my, I would swap. Chiefs and Broncos, right? No, uh, Broncos and Raiders. Oh, you have the Chiefs finishing last, though. Yeah, regardless. No yeah. Because, no I, I mean, look at the roster. It's it's now. God, I hate going against Patrick Mahomes. But I know. In man, terms of the hard. roster, hard. for looking at the roster, they are technically the the worst team in their division. But there's a lot knows. of boom and bust in Denver, right? Oh yeah. Rookie head coach Javante Williams, unproven wide receiving core, unproven a head very coach. good defense, unproven head coach. Yeah. A lot to work with there. The Chargers again. They have Brandon Staley, who I love. I love Brandon Staley. I'll go to bat for him any day of the week. But you got to get it done this year. Yeah. Chargers have no excuse not to win that division. I think the Chiefs, Andy Reid, look, they're going to find a way to be in games. They're going to compete. But if I told you 9-8 and eight was last place in that division, would you believe me? I think you would. I think all these teams could possibly have a winning record this year. 
It's that good of a division. It's arguably the most stacked division. I don't disagree, Jeff. They have Justin Herbert, Brandon Staley, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. The list goes on and on. They got everybody. On. They're loaded, dude. They're they loaded. Really are. But the Raiders, for me, are the second-place team. I think the Raiders with Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, that group they have, Josh McDaniels. I'm not going to argue talk with about that. a team that was kind of like slightly above average on offense last year that have a ceiling of elite with what they brought in. The best offensive coordinator arguably in the NFL over the last 10 years, along with Devontae Adams, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. They have such a high ceiling on offense, I wouldn't count out the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Or no, as Chris I, Berman would say, the Raiders. The Raiders. No, I, I'm not going to disagree. The, the Raiders and Broncos thing, it's really pick your poison, whoever you prefer. Me, personally, I, I like Russell Wilson. I like what the Broncos have. Now, I just have to figure out what they have in Nathaniel Hackett. But I think the Chargers will win the division. We agree. I think they have the best team on paper, and they're poised to they're, they're win, go out and win their division this All year. Right. So we'll see what Herbert looks like. I'm All excited. Right, well, we'll revisit at the end we of will. the year. We will. Got All to. Right. Got let's, to. let's put a poll in the chat, actually, uh, Westfall, if you don't mind. Who will finish with a better record in their division predictions? Will it be me or Jeff? So we disagree on one, two, three out of the other divisions. So five for sure. Mm -hmm. So it's the best of three between us. So one of us is going to win this year, right? We both picked the same teams in five out of the eight divisions. It's between the NFC North, the AFC South, and the AFC South. Those are the divisions to pay attention to between the two of us. Fair enough? Yeah. If I was right. voting, I would say, man, that guy who picked the Colts, Bengals, and, and Packers are, knows <laughs> his stuff. Such an ass. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Yeah, we'll talk, about it. we'll talk about this in November. Yeah, can't wait to revisit it. Oh, man. Football season just ahead. 9-15. We'll be right back. When we get back, the AP Top 25 poll has been released. Michigan into the top four. Where USC are, Michigan State, not moving up much. Staying put. Accruing. We'll talk about Michigan State and more coming up in just a bit but before we do jeff our good friends over at cintron yes guys let me tell you about our friends over at cintron the official energy drink of the red wings as you know listen it's another day another cintron and they have all three of their flavors combined in a six-pack sampler box they have the cranberry they have the sugar-free the classic you try any of them they're all delicious i have pre-order your cintron six-pack sampler box today at cintronworld.com slash red wings get energized with cintron New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the OddsTrader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to OddsTrader, and best of luck. Hi, I'm John from Better A Mortgage, and to me, family is more than blood. That's why I'm the biggest family in Metro Detroit. If you're looking to buy a house or refinance and need a loan, come get treated better than family by me and our entire team here at Better A Mortgage. We pride ourselves on giving you better advice, better service, and a better loan experience. That's why we are Better A. If you're looking for a new mortgage, come get treated like family. Actually, better with Better A Mortgage. Visit us at mybetterate.com or call at 248-480-4467 today. You have an opinion? Make sure it's seen and heard. Tweet us. Hop on the YouTube chat. Slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. All right, we're back here on the Morning Woodward Show. 917. 
we'll get into the AP top 25 poll. Move forward, please. <laughs> oh, man. Michigan come out. They move up from six to four. Fish, I'm going to kick your ass, by the way. I don't think you learn. Why? Because you don't pay attention. I do pay attention. Okay. If you look at the read, it's a new read, dingbat. If you shut the hell up, that'd be great. If you just used your eyes. No, buddy. No. It's called okay. communicating. All right, I'll punch you at the end of the show. It's fine. Yeah, we'll talk after the show, buddy. <laughs> okay, sounds great. Fish is just threatened with violence. All right, I'm just Jeff. saying, if he would have learned, Fish, we had a conversation up. yesterday. Fish, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Top 25 teams released. 10 o'clock, can't come fast Fish, enough. Fish, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Alabama yeah. comes out at Too one. They get 44 first place votes. Georgia coming out at two. Rightfully so, they deserve to move up after that beat down at Oregon. Ohio State at three. Michigan at four. Clemson dropped down to five. Michigan move up four spots. Clemson, or excuse me, uh, Texas A&M at six. Oklahoma seven. Notre Dame fall to eight with, I would say, an an understandable loss, but they look so bad on offense. I, I'm i not high on Notre Dame at all. They're going to lose probably to Clemson. They'll probably lose to USC as well. Speaking of USC, they're coming in at number 10. I, their first gonna... top 10 appearance. What do you know? One game into the Lincoln-Riley era, they're already a top-10 team. They're going to be higher, I'm telling you. They ain't done climbing. And last I checked, Caleb Williams was all about it week one, yes? Again, it was just a, it's an easy game. Yeah, he's playing right? Rice, but still. But still. Tormo. That that offense is going to be there. And the defense actually had two defensive touchdowns, by the way. What do you Shocker, know? Huh? What do you know? Coming in at 13, Utah fall all the way. I had them in my top-10 as well going into the year. That loss to Florida was just... That hurt. That... It's a tough loss. It's on the road. To open up on the road at Florida, an SEC team, uh, go to go into the swamp and play the way they did, I think should be commended. And I don't think it'll hurt their college football playoff bid if they run the table the rest of the way and win the Pac-12. But that's a tough loss. Speaking of Florida, they're in at 12. They went from unranked to 12th. I think they're a bit too high. Michigan State at 14. Jeff, your thoughts so far? Uh, I don't have an issue with it. I do think USC is going to continue to improve. I think they're better, to be honest with you, than Notre Dame uh, and Baylor, Oklahoma. I just I like USC a lot. I think even in a couple years, they're going to be uh, college football championship contenders. But right now, I don't have a problem with any of these rankings. I think they got the top four right. I think Michigan deserves to be in the top four. We'll see what Clemson continues to do. Uh, but I don't have an issue with any of these. I, I think Utah makes sense. They slide down six spots. Michigan State. I think they could still climb a little bit. We'll see how they adjust to, to as the season goes on. But I got no issue. I think this is all pretty fair, to be honest with you. Anything you see a big, a big issue with? Uh, actually, you know, I think Michigan State should have dropped. I don't think they should have moved up. Really? Yeah, I'm, I was not happy with the Western performance. Who I should think, they be behind if I they I think if Arkansas they drop? should jump them. I think Michigan State should have stayed at 15. I don't think they should have moved up a spot. I think you could have put Arkansas, should have put Arkansas, actually. Big win over Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a good team. They played them tough. I, I would rather have, I'd be more comfortable with Michigan State staying at 15, but not the end of the world. I know in the coaches poll, they have them up to 11. I think that's too high as well. I think Michigan State, as of right now, are where they should be. I think Michigan, as of right now, are where they should be. Clemson on the outside looking in. Like, that. that's the reality. Look at that five. That's your reality for the college football playoff, I think, this season. Yeah, I think they're the best five teams. Maybe opinion. USC can make the case if they run the table. You just you have to put them in if they run the table. But Bama, Georgia, unless one of them collapses, both are probably making the playoff. Mm -hmm. 
and I think Ohio State will. And one of the two between Michigan and Ohio State, one of the two will make it. Now the question is, are they both undefeated when they play each other? And the question after that is, well, if it's a close game, does that loser get the final spot or does a one loss or undefeated Clemson get that spot? Does a one loss or two loss USC or Texas A&M get that spot? That's the tricky part. And I'm inclined as of right now to say, you probably put Clemson in even if they have one loss if they're the ACC champions. They play some SEC teams too. But, man. But you're right. Man, that's going to be, as of right now, If this, <laughs> that's a tough one. If both Michigan and Ohio State run their table going into that final game of the year, college football playoff committee has a tough decision to make. And you know what? We didn't talk about it, so let's get right into it. College football playoff expansion, 12 teams, fan or not. Love it. Because it's going to solve this exact issue right I now. I love it. I love it. And I think with the NIL, more and more college football teams are going to be able to make the college football playoff. I mean, you look at what you just went through. These five teams, top five teams, all deserve, I think, by the season when it's all said and done, they deserve to be in the postseason. So if you look at even a team like USC, I mean, these teams, I think, are good enough to be in the college football playoffs. So this solves my issue. And instead of looking at it from, you know, a a college football fan, just as a, a strict a guy who loves football, this solves a lot of my issues. I love it as a, as a guy who's going to tune into these football games. I love it from a consumer perspective. And I also love it from, I, I guess, from a business perspective. It, it, it makes the most sense. And I think there's, like we just had this discussion, Ohio State or Michigan, get them both. Like, especially if one has one loss, Ohio State runs the table. So I, I actually, I have no problem with it. I, I love it. I love that they're doing this. And, and obviously it's going to make them money. But more importantly for the consumer, I do enjoy it more. And I want more teams in, in the football playoff because there's a lot of talent. Well, let's look at the AP poll, right? There's 12 teams that make the playoff right now, right? I don't think anybody has an issue with it. No, no. I don't think there's any team in there right now. Granted, the season really needs to play out because a and going to have a few losses. Notre Dame's going to have a few losses. You know, teams are going to move up. But 12 teams is a solution, man. It just is. It just is. I don't want to have to have a conversation about hypothetical yes right now but if i told you michigan and ohio state run the table how confident are you going to be that oh that's the play like oh they should yeah they should absolutely not make one should not make it yes i don't sorry like oh you lost to an undefeated team that won the big ten yeah sorry we're kicking you off yeah it's ridiculous i think the expansion is great for college football i think it's good great for ratings i think it allows more teams to be competitive long term by the way because now it's not oh if i don't go to alabama I'm not going to be playing in meaningful games in January. Now it's, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's like 12 to 20 teams, hell, even 25 teams any given year that can make a run for the top 12. You know what that means, Jeff? That means teams like Miami, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Kentucky, all these teams that are sitting out there at 20, 19, 18, 15, 16, they all have a chance. To play in a college football playoff, which allows them to recruit more, which also makes NIL much more important now, right? Because instead of Nick Saban's approach of running the college football playoff every year, Mm -hmm. you're going to play meaningful games. You're going to compete for a national title. Now that pitch applies to 20, 30, 40 schools in the country. That could all make a case for it. Not bad if you ask me. I think it's great for the—I think it's so great for college football. 
Yeah, it's great. I mean, just from a, a consumer, like I said earlier, consumer perspective, I get more, uh, especially from a fan perspective, too, because you're a fan of any of these top 12 teams. I mean, you have fan bases from Texas, South Carolina, Michigan, uh, Ohio, Georgia, Alabama, uh, Notre Dame, with you know, Indiana. You have Baylor, Texas. Like, it's now you have a much more, you know, expanded viewership now because now people feel invested. You have your own team in the college football playoff and more competition is always, always, always better. Especially with the NIL, you're going to have more teams, you know, adding talent and, and all having its, its, I wouldn't say it's a level playing field, but it's more level. There's, it's, it's more equal opportunity. Well, you're so. going to have your four power conference automatic bids, right? Right. You're going to have those four. And out of the eight, you know, let's say Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and USC, those are the four, okay? Those are your automatic buys, right? Those are the four teams that get in this year, hypothetical. I still get Georgia, Michigan, A&M, Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Florida. Thank you. Sign me up for that. I'm, I'm so for that, 100%. Now, when November comes, and all this does happen in a few years, right? And we're sitting up here, Jeff, and we're talking about the way this plays out. Are we going to be arguing about teams 13 to 15 and whether or not they should be at 12? We absolutely are. This will never go away. Yes. But, boy, I would rather talk about those teams than sit here and have to choose between. As of right now, you made me put a gun in my head. I have to choose between Michigan, Clemson, Oklahoma, USC, Utah Baylor, and Texas A&M, even though I don't think they'll be there, but whatever. You get my point? Yeah, it's too difficult. These are teams that should be there, and now they are. And that, I think, solves a lot of problems. It really does. Mm-hmm. When we get back, newcomers that will have a huge impact this year for the Detroit Lions. We'll get to that and more in just a bit. But before we do, Jeff, the best defense on and off the field. Yes, guys, let me tell you about guarding alarm because you could rely on defenses, but there's guarding alarm that's always reliable. It's summertime is almost over. We're in September now. It's about to be fall if it's not already. And that means you're still spending time outside before the snow falls. Let Guardian Alarm give you peace of mind while you are out enjoying the sunshine while it lasts. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT today and you can rest easy knowing you have 24-7 protection. That's 1-800-STAY-OUT. Let them know your friends at Woodward Sports sent you. Bye. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. I'm gonna get hot and perfect like me. Here's my super easy routine. (laughs) Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. (laughs) Attach a weight to everything in your house. Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. It's a great day to get some Centron in your life. Ah, okay, okay, okay. There it is, there it is. Centron, here we go. Gotta grab the cranberry. Oh wait, it's two for four. Gotta double up with the classic as well. Centron World, baby. Centron, available at select Kroger's, and if you wanna know how, go to at CentronWorld.com. You get dope like me. You know what? Why wait? Great taste, guaranteed. Make sure you're listening to Woodward Sports all day long. Start your morning with the Morning Woodward Show. Spend middays with Big D Energy. 
Watch and listen your drive home with the bottom line. And don't forget about Woodward Bets Daily. All live, all right here on the Woodward Sports Network. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. Guys, let me tell you about our friends at Big Frog because you can get a free Woodward Sports t-shirt. Yeah, I said it. A free Woodward Sports t-shirt all month long at Big Frog and Novi. Just stop in, tell them we sent you, and they will print one out for you on the spot. So go to Big, Big Frog and Novi today, get your free t-shirt, or if you want to visit them online, you can do that as well. Visit them at BigFrog.com slash Novi. All right, Jeff. Impact players from the newcomers, right? Who's going to have the most impact going into this season? New to the roster. Doesn't have to be just a rookie draft. It oh, could it's be easy. a free agent. Go for it. Aiden Hutchinson. 100%? Hands, hands down. Because, really? because the thing I always talk about, I've been preaching on the show, is what the Lions do is going to be dependent on their offensive and defensive line. You could throw Jared in there because he touches the football every single time. Aiden Hutchinson is a big part of that defensive line. And if you can put pressure on the quarterback, it's going to make the linebackers, it's going to make the secondary, it's going to make their job a little more easier. So I'll say Aiden Hutchinson because where do we look to, you know, where's the, I guess, deficiency on this team? It's defense because it's unproven. I don't want to say it's a terrible defense, but they are unproven. Aiden Hutchinson can help put them one tier above if he's if he's that good his rookie year i know it's, it's his rookie year but he's going to be able to make the most impact and his impact is going to benefit everybody around him so and he can force turnovers as well so i'm gonna go with aiden hutchison so as this the is, first year this is saying something because i think aiden hutchison will win defensive rookie of the year by the way but dj chark that's my pick dj chark i think is gonna have a very good season in detroit and he's going to get a lot of single coverage. And there's going to be a lot of jump ball scenarios that he is going to win, especially in the red zone. He is going to be a threat. I think DJ Chark is going to come into this season and damn near push for 1,000 yards year one. I really like the DJ Chark pick. Big fan of Hutchinson. I have no problem with the pick. Mm -hmm. I think you're absolutely right in everything you said about Hutchinson. But DJ Chark, you want to talk about an impact right away player? DJ Chark open up, opens up the offense tremendously. He does. And it gives Jared Goff another security blanket. I I love the DJ Chark move. I really do. I think it's going to help him tremendously. You could even make that same argument for Jamison Williams when he comes back eventually. Because your point, you're, you're right. I mean, having guys like Jamison or DJ Chark is going to make guys like Amon Ra and TJ more open than they were last year. Because uh, he didn't have a, a threat like that last year. So I get where you're coming from. We kind of went each side of the ball to be honest with you i mean if you want to go dj chark for offense aiden hutchinson for defense i know we got a, a lot of rodrigo uh, fans out there but aiden no no question about it let's talk about him if aiden's getting at that quarterback rodrigo let's talk about rodrigo his, his job gonna be a little easier let's talk about rodrigo a lot of hype a lot of hype fan favorite i believe the second most jersey sold are his jerseys at the moment correct yeah the, the second most requested jersey requested jersey excuse me it's not even they can't even get it out to the public so think about this for a second how much impact not if he plays all the snaps no 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 impact how much impact can malcolm rodriguez have his rookie year well he can have a lot of impact because he's going to be playing a lot that that's the difference like the, the, the lions don't have you know 
a lot of talent at linebacker. So Malcolm Rodriguez is going to have an opportunity to step in year one and play a lot of snaps and, and, and a lot of games. So for me, Malcolm has a chance to make a significant impact. But again, the expectations kind of got to get tempered a little bit because for me, he's a six round draft pick. There's a lot he has to learn. But in terms of getting experience, that's going to be acclimated as the season goes on. So he's going to get better and better and better. So to answer the question, he can have a big impact this year because of how much he will be on the field for the Detroit Lions. But it's really just up to him and, and, and his learning curve. How fast can he adjust to the, to the NFL? Because we know he loves to hit and he loves to be physical. But it's, it's more so the, the football IQ thing. The, you know, learning plays, learning how to read defenses, um, learning the defense. So I think he can, Adam. Absolutely. There, in my opinion, there are a few elite linebackers, okay, in the NFL. Fred Warner, yep. Darius I, Leonard, Demario Davis. Devin White, I'd throw him in there. I could throw Devin White in there. I'd also say Eric Kendricks. Yeah. Yep. And then probably some of the aging guys, Levante David. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bobby Wagner. That's, uh, Bobby Wagner. <laughs> yeah, That's he's a, a good little one. older, yeah. Uh, I guess if you want to call – I don't call Micah Parsons a linebacker considering he's an edge rusher, but if you want to throw him up there, he can be he's there. Like a unicorn. But where I'm going at with this – is how much impact, like true value, are you going to get? Will he get a lot of tackles? Probably. That's his job. But what is he going to do outside of his job that's going to make him exceptional or an impact player? And that would have to be Forcing tackles fumbles. for losses, forced fumbles, yep. dare I say one or two interceptions. Because he was good at that at Oklahoma State. So that that's going to dictate the impact. Is he going to get 100 tackles? He'll probably do it. He'll probably do it if he plays all 17 games. That's not asking much. What is that? Five tackles a game? Mm-hmm. Five, fifty, seven times, 85 tackles? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at six tackles a game. It'll get you 100 tackles a game or 100 a season. So, someone, someone just asked a question, and I want to hear your it. thought. Will Rodrigo's rookie stats be better than Patrick Queen's? And I just I wanted to look up Patrick, what Queen's, are Patrick stats. Queen's stats. Patrick Queen's He had, in 16 games, he played every game. Um, this is before the 17 game change. Yeah. So now in 17 games, in 16 games, he had one interception. He had two forced fumbles, three sacks, and 100 combined tackles. So that's a pretty good rookie season, I'll tell you that. And if, if Malcolm Rodriguez has that type of season, I'm excited. Uh, but Yeah, I'm going to go less. I'm going to go less as There's well. There's no chance. Because he got interception, two forced fumbles, and three sacks. I mean, that's that's yeah. a pretty complete rookie season. I mean, that's as a, a tough linebacker. one. Nine tackles for losses, 10 quarterback hits. Yeah, that's 66 solo tackles. <laughs> Three sacks, like you yeah. said, two I, forced I fumbles. I don't think he will, uh, but that's the difference. I mean, Patrick Queen was taken in, in, in the first round, 28th overall. So, I mean, that's what you'd want out of your first-round linebacker. That's a if Malcolm one. gives you anything close to that, the guy was a six-round draft pick. Thank you. So, that's, that's what you take out of it. That is quite... <laughs> Quite the achievement, I think, for Malcolm Rodriguez. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Would Rodrigo be the dark horse for Rookie of the Year? I think he'll be a dark horse if he puts up those numbers. But the only way he wins is if he gets to the quarterback. That's yeah. the stat. It's Michael That's Parsons. The stat. Yeah. Unless he comes out 140, 150 tackles. He's one of the league leaders Just in tackles. Just a monster. 10 tackles, 12 tackles for loss. Four or five sacks, who knows? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All right. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I mentioned DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. We've gone two players on defense, Aiden Hutchinson and Malcolm Rodriguez. There's one more guy who's a newcomer that I think is going to have a significant impact. 
on this offense and you brought him up when Jameson Williams comes back week six or seven depending on how long they want to hold him out I mean you now you cannot game plan for the Lions offense it's already difficult enough now you have Jameson Williams threatening over the top you have DJ Chark very 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 capable of intermediate probably anywhere from 10 to 17 18 yard routes mm -hmm. you have Josh Reynolds available and of course did I fail to mention Amon Ross St. Brown oh and TJ Hawkinson oh and DeAndre Swift in the backfield oh and that offensive line when Jameson Williams comes back I'm not going to put a number on his yards or receptions or touchdowns all I know is holy hell game planning <laughs> for the Lions is going to be a pain in the ass yeah it will Watch out for Jameson Williams when he comes back. I think another person to throw in, uh, I love the Jameson Williams uh, pick as well, but Kirby Joseph. And I'm not saying he'll have the most impact, but that's someone to watch out for. He led the Lions in tackles for two out of the three preseason games, if I'm not mistaken. Made some mistakes. There's still a lot of things, a lot of coaching that has to be done with Kirby Joseph. He's still very raw at playing the safety position. But if you're telling me you don't look at Kirby Joseph and see what he can be, because I do. We're, we've been high at him since the, before the draft. We wanted him in the third round got him in the third round so it ended up working out but I really do I like Kirby Joseph he, he's always around the football you know he's been tackling but I think he has an upside of, of, of creating turnovers and intercepting the football so that's someone to watch out for I don't know if how big of an impact he'll have year one but that's a sneaky player to, to look out for and for years to come I think Kirby's going to be a, a serviceable serviceable starter for the Detroit Lions so I'll just sprinkle him in on top of whoever we just on everybody we just listed because he deserves to be mentioned as well. I like Kirby Joseph. I don't mind it at all. When we get back, quarterback comparison, Jalen Hurts, Jared Goff. You made a big scene about this after the show oh, yesterday. Oh, dude, I was hot in the hallway. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go. Okay. And you you have it out. You talk your whatever you want to say. It's your it's your platform to do it. But we'll do that all when we get back. But before we do, Jeff, our good friends over at Big Boy. Yes, guys. For a limited time only, all new burgers and loaded fries at Big Boy. It's not just the Slim Jim. It's the Big Jim. They also have the chili cheeseburger. They also have the bacon blue. And how about upgrading those fries? They got the chili cheese fries, the baked potato fries, or the nacho fries. Satisfy those taste buds at Big Boy. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff, like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more, from large luxury homes to starter homes. We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Lemieux and McCarty, who've had a good knockdown drag up. There they go, right on the wall. talking to one another. Woodward Sports. 
Listen, guys, not everybody can have a natural tan. That's why if you do need a tan, you come over to our friends at Chili Peppers Tanning. Join the Pepper Club at Chili Peppers Tanning. You can get all the best deals. Plus, they'll beat all competitors by $5. Chili Peppers has the hottest bulbs, the hottest deals, and the darkest tans. 26 locations and more on the way. Chili Peppers Tan. All right, 941 Fish. Shut the hell up. Why? <laughs> Ryan Lentz, I hope you enjoy this. This message is personally for you, Jeff Iafredi. Go for it, buddy. So, I just want to paint the picture for everybody. Yesterday in the office, I, I, you know, after the morning show, I'm walking out. I, I, I talk with you know, I have friends here, obviously, at the network. I, I have Ryan Lentz in the back, Mike Gentry, Fletch, everybody back there. I had a conversation with Ryan Lentz. For like who's an our, hour. Who's our, uh, <laughs> it wasn't just a quick one. It was like an hour. No, it was an hour. It was a long one. And, and I, I know you people in the audience can relate to that. You argue with somebody over sports. You sit there for about 30, 40 minutes. I and you're not. like, wow, did I really just waste 45 minutes on, on this? But Ryan Lentz, uh, he's, he's our video editor, does graphics for us. He runs our YouTube. So he, he does a lot of stuff for us. But with Ryan, he's a stubborn guy. And, same, and, I wanna, me. and I wanna ask the audience something. And, and uh, Alex, you can drop the question. If you guys could have one season with either quarterback and your in your roster is capable of winning a Super Bowl, which quarterback would you take? Jalen Hurts or Jared Goff? I'm not talking about for the future because I, I get it. Oh, I want to take Jalen Hurts for the future. He's younger. There's more upside. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this season right now. If you have the same roster, who are you taking? And I, and I want to hear from the people because for me and Ryan, the disagreement was between Hurts and Goff. I went Goff, Ryan went Jalen Hurts. Now, his reasoning, and guys, I'll tell you guys this, name me the last time a quarterback like Jalen Hurts, who relies more on his legs than his arm, has won a Super Bowl. Jared Goff has already gotten there. Say what you want, Jared Goff isn't Mahomes, he's not Allen, he's not Stafford, I could keep going, but he's good enough to at least win you playoff games. So, and I get it, Goff chokes in big situations. Jalen Hurts hasn't even gotten there. So if you're going to pick Jalen Hurts to trust him for this season, to get you there, that's a mistake, my man. It really is. Jared Goff may not be all finesse, but he's he's the safer quarterback. And if you have a Super Bowl roster, you don't have to rely on your quarterback to get you there. Okay. So that's the problem with, with that. I see already the votes are coming in. 74% with Goff, 26% with Hurts. That was my point. Hurts... I, I still don't know it. If you want to say he's Russell Wilson, you better watch your mouth because he's not Russell Wilson in terms of the, his passing ability, and he's not Mahomes with his passing ability. Lamar and, and Jalen Hurts, he, I would say he's under Lamar. He still has to prove what he could do with his arm. So that's where I'm coming from, and I want to hear it from your perspective, Adam. You got to witness it. I'm arguing with Ryan over, over me preferring Goff. Now I'm a, a Goff defender, which I, I, I'm really not, but in this situation, I have to be. What do you think? You got one season. I'm not talking about for the for years to come. One season. For one season, it's really close for me. And I thought about this long and hard because I knew we were gonna do this. You guys put me on the spot yesterday, so I had to, I had to dive a little deeper. <clears throat> That's such a hard decision because Jalen Hurts to me has an un, an untapped potential that you just don't know about yet. And that could go boom or really or down. It, you're absolutely that's the, that's the risk you're taking. You're absolutely right. And you know what? I can only look at people with the data I have in front of me. And Jalen Hurts in his one playoff performance, 53% completion percentage, one touchdown, two interceptions last season. Mm. 23 of 43, 258 yards, a touchdown a pick, two picks actually. Quarterback rating of 60. 
Not the best. But he offers so much more than Jared Goff. He does. He offers more on the ground. I think he is a capable thrower in the NFL. Do you rely on his decision-making? Probably not, but he's still young enough. My question, before I give you my okay, answer, okay. is what roster do I have? The Lions roster or the Eagles roster? Because it does matter. I'll say the Eagles. If I Because that roster, I think, with the right quarterback is, I, is good enough to the make Eagles the Super roster, Bowl. Give me Jared Goff. If it's the Lions roster, give me Jalen Hurts. Because of the, the, what, the, the run game? The yeah. offense really opens up with Jalen Hurts, but it's very – that's such a 50-50 answer, <laughs> though, man. It's so hard for me to answer. Yeah. I don't have a problem with either guy. I really yeah, don't. Yeah, I don't either. But for one season – for But for this season, I'd rather go with Jalen Hurts because Jared Goff is coming off a sketchy season. Although I have been saying he's going to have a better season with Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts did lead the Eagles to a 9-8 and season last year with freaking Nick Sirianni as his head coach with an offensive line that wasn't all that great with relatively no run game for the first 10-11 games of the year. It's, it's tough for me to take golf over, over Jalen Hurts. If, if Hurts can have Goff's first three years in the NFL, what would you say? That's fair. That's fair. What would you and say? he hasn't, though. But he, he hasn't. hasn't. No, you're right. Right? He hasn't. You're right. So, but if he could do, I'm just saying, I, I, and I'm not defending Goff, but what I am saying is I trust Goff more with a roster that can win a Super Bowl for one year. I trust him because he's done it. He's proven it. If you have good coaching, a good roster, Goff can win your games. It may not be Matthew Stafford. It may not be okay, Josh Okay, so Allen. if we're going to go with a, a real Super Bowl-ready roster. Like, this, this roster's ready to contend. Yeah, we, I'll take the game manager, right? That's there? kind of where I'm coming from, too. But you I take the guy that can win. But, but you like the ups. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Ah, that's I get a tough you. one, man. I get you. That's a tough I get one. You. And I, get I think it. it's closer than people think. It's Let's see what the people have. 72% say Jared Goff. I think it's much closer than that. I really do. I think they're all and biased. I don't think, and I don't want to write Jalen Hurts off as some scrub. He's, he's, oh, I don't like Jalen Hurts, but I, I got to respect what he's done so far. Absolutely. And I'll agree with you there. Uh, but I love that the chat's chiming in. Thank you guys for, for chiming in. I love it because it's not just me and Ryan. This year arguing. we'll know more about Ryan. Uh, not Ryan Lentz, excuse me. We'll we know more about Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, all right? we will. This, this is the year. This for... is the year you'll find out everything you need to know about Jalen Hurts. We'll so let's he, leave it there. Find okay? out if he's a franchise quarterback. Absolutely. All right. Coming up in just a few minutes, mailbag time. Start getting your questions in the chat. But before we go, Jeff, our good friends over at the Academy of Warren. Yes, guys. Are you interested in expanding your career and making a difference in your community? The Academy of Warren is for professionals. They have professionals. They have a passion in working with students in the K-8 department and more. Please, for more information on how to apply, call them at 586-552-8010. We are the Academy of Warren. It took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests, but we believe Gypsy Vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market. Don't believe us? Ask the owners. We're Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards freedom, love, adventure, and at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people to take risks, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. Hey, it's Scott from the Water Bet Show. It's Wednesday, one more day closer to NFL football time. Hey, we're ready. Are you ready? If not, make sure you come check us out. 
at 4.30 to Woodward Bet's YouTube page. You guys also got to give her that app store and download OddsTrader.com. It's got live scoring, play-by-play -play updates, the best place to check all the odds of sports books right in the palm of your hand. But hey, fun coupons. Let's not forget about those. That's what we're here for. Listen, Alec Manoa's been pitching great. Two earned runs in his last 20 innings. Sounds good to me. I'll take him against the Orioles. OddsTrader.com, Woodward Bet's. Check it out. Three NBA championships. Detroit fans were there. Eleven Stanley Cups. Detroit fans were there. Four World Series wins. Detroit fans were there. And uh, that one Lions playoff win in 1991. Yeah, Detroit fans were there. Woodward Sports, where the fans are. And we're back here on the morning Woodward Show. Ooh, 9.50. Let's get into mailbag. We'll start with one funky Lions fan in the chat. Adam, why do people act like Hurts? Is Michael Vick or uh, Randall Cunningham? Here's a hint. He's not and never will be. Okay. I don't think that's the argument people are making, though. I think what people like about Jalen Hurts is he's a dual-threat quarterback. And that is a rare commodity in the <clears throat> NFL, and it's effective at times. True. If Detroit keeps it close, I will be impressed. I'm assuming you're talking about the Eagles-Lions game. All right. Let's see what other questions we have in the chat this morning. Uh, Adam, what are you bringing for Fish's Barbecue? I'm going to bring him a knuckle sandwich because he's going to shut the hell up. And a fifth of Gypsy Vodka. No, he doesn't drink, unfortunately. No. Well, unfortunately. Jeff, who's your favorite Piston of all time? Uh, that's a tough one. It's between two players. Probably either Joe Dumars or Rip Hamilton. Those are my guys. I, 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 I'm a two guard that's what i played so for rip I, I liked his game a lot i do have a chauncey billups jersey in my room but rip hamilton or uh, joe dumars i dig it i love the two guards man Those all are right guys. jeff and fish what is a worse take braylon saying bama won't make the playoffs or adam saying baylor is a top 10 team oh, yes byu is gonna win by 10 on saturday out in provo jesse i have a lot of money on baylor winning that game so it's, it's easy we'll to be alabama it's not even close give us your reasoning because Alabama is like the best team in college football. They've always been. They always will be. Fish. Until I've seen otherwise. Fish, I love you. God bless you're, you, Fish. God bless you, because you're, you're preaching facts. <laughs> Alabama's not missing the playoffs. No. So which Sorry. one's crazier? My take that or Braylon's? Take. No, the Alabama missing the playoffs. I, personally, I think that's crazier. And I love Braylon, but no, I, I don't see that. All right, Pistons fan get the best asks, when do we get NFL, bet, NFL weekend bets? Coming Friday, Friday or the NFL pregame show. You guys will be getting them Friday. Yeah. I'll be giving them out Adam Friday bets. now. For any reason injuries happen, you guys know not to make those bets. But Friday, we're going to come out with five games every Friday going into the NFL season that I'm going to give you. I can't wait Are to you already bets. coming off a caveat? What is it? You're already coming off a caveat. You're saying, oh, well, if people get injured, then yeah, don't make the fuck. bets. Yeah, you dumb fuck. Because if Matthew Stafford gets hurt on Saturday morning, oh, you're, you're going to yeah. pull the bet, you jackass. <laughs> then don't make the... Shut the hell up, People fish. are going to bet your bets <laughs> on Friday. Shut the hell up. They're going to see your bets. Mute They're going to copy, paste, and bet up. And Mute they're going to be like, well, Shut you dumb fuck shouldn't have picked Matthew Mute Stafford. Your mic. Mute your mic. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Adam, I thought you had bad knees. So why are, why are you hurting more? Even if... Wait, what? Name JJ... <laughs> <laughs> for a 19 <laughs> god damn it jesse shut the hell up god damn it oh i love uh, it uh let's see uh questions that we have in the chat byu has dad strength byu is a freaking joke stop it i'm talking to me about byu 
fake football program. I mean, they're top 25 <laughs> every year. That's Fish about it. Oh, I love your BYU hate. It's, I it's hate the funniest B- thing BYU in the world. is up there with for, for me with Notre Dame in terms of teams I just don't like. Okay, but Notre Dame actually wins. What have they won? They've won a lot of games. They win 10 games every year against pretty good teams. Pretty good teams? Yeah. In what S- world seven of the teams they play are pretty... Fish. Seven of the teams they play every year are, are decent. At least in the preseason they are. Should I go through their schedule? Fish, shut the hell up. Well, you're giving... Uh, Fish, you better lock that door behind you. No, Notre Fish, Dame only lost Fish, by 11 to Ohio State, who's going to murder Michigan. Shut the hell up, Fish. Jeff, do you play 2K? If so, what do you think about the Pistons ratings leaks? Uh, yes, actually, I, I do play 2K, and I saw the ratings, and I think it's fair, uh, especially for Jaden Ivey. I mean, Cade was rated, what, 80 last year, and he's 76. Makes sense. I mean, he's a, he's a top five pick. Kevin Durant didn't think his ratings was fair. Well, Fish, well, shut the hell up. Of course he doesn't, Fish. That's, that's, it's Kevin Durant. But yes, I do play 2K. Big Matthew Stafford player. or Justin Herbert? One game to win. Who are you taking? I'm taking St- Stafford. Stafford. No question about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Stafford. Not, not even, Until even, proven otherwise with Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, I got to see more of I got to see more of Herbert. Good Stafford's question, done it in the biggest moment, so I'll go with Stafford. Um, what All else right. do we got? Let's see what else. Uh, if the Lions have a top three pick, who is the head coach next year? Uh, I, I still think it's Dan Campbell. I don't think they're going to fire him. Yeah, because really then they'll don't. draft a quarterback top three next year. I really don't. And then you can see what Dan looks like with a rookie quarterback. And you tell me they're top three. If they're top three with a healthy roster, he needs to go. But if, if Jared goes Dolph down, Dolph goes down for half the season, and you lose key starters, like context does matter, but it just puts more and more pressure on year three. So mm-hmm. I think it's way too early to have that conversation. Well, let's see. I think the, the Thanksgiving game is the only game the Lions don't play at 1 p.m. this year. That is correct. Uh, Thanksgiving, I believe, 12:15 is kickoff. The rest of the season is at 1 o'clock on Sundays. That'll never change outside of a few 4 o'clock games, I believe, they play for the West Coast teams. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Adam, I can't wait to drink your tears this Saturday <laughs> and Sunday morning when BYU beats Baylor. You know, Jesse, what do you want? You tell me. I will give you whatever you want if BYU beats Baylor. And I will suck it up. I will come on the oh, show wait, hold on. wearing hold BYU. On. Pause. I don't Carol. think that's right, going to happen. If they, if they beat Baylor. How about that? It sounded, you were going like a different route, but... No, no, no. I think Baylor no, will I, win. I, I, hey, listen. listen. Let's not get sexual. It's too early in the morning. <laughs> What's wrong with you? All right. Uh, One of the questions do we have in the chat this morning. Let's see. who has a, What has a better chance of happening? Swift 100 yards on the ground or Hutch two sacks against the Eagles week one? Mm, I'll say... I'll say t- Hutch two sacks. Because Jalen Hurts is going to be running a lot, uh, around a lot more, so he might be able to get him. DeAndre Swift Eagles against run defense. defense is pretty solid. It's pretty solid, and um, um, the addition of Jordan Davis could be something. They, yeah, I, I, would, I would say Hutch two sacks. I got him at at least one sack. I, I would lean Hutch two sacks. I say too. book it for one sack. If he gets I, another one, I won't be surprised. I think 100 yards on the ground is going to be difficult. Definitely. It's going to be very difficult for Definitely. DeAndre Swift to pull off against the Eagles Week One. Maybe both can happen. Who Let's knows? see. Uh, any other questions we have that I'm missing? I could have missed a few. Excuse me, guys. Give me one second. I'm going to roll back through here. I think the Packers game uh, is still TBD. That'll be a 1 o'clock game, guys. I promise you. To end the year, I'm pretty sure it's still a 1 o'clock game. Unless, for any reason, the division title comes down to that game. Then it might be flexed. You never know. But as of now, all of their games are not in prime time outside of the, let's see, outside of the Thanksgiving game. That's it. Uh, Adam, I want you to shave BYU into your chest hair. <laughs> Deal. That would be oh, that would boy. be legendary. Deal. Okay. Do the show shirtless with the BYU on? Yeah. All right. Book wow. it. All right, let's do it. 
I'll, I'll shape BYU into my chest here. <laughs> Am oh, I going to have to remind Lord, you man. on Sunday? Uh, no, you're not because you're gonna BYU do aren't going to win. Oh, no, I'm not okay. going to worry about it. Or that. Okay. Is Philly minus four a safe bet? Ah, uh, no. Lions were one of the better teams against the spread last year. They're at home. I think if the Lions lose, it's going to be by a late field goal. It's going to be a really close game. I don't. Th- I think four points. You got to give it to the Lions. You got to give the Lions four points. Um, uh, four points that game, Weiss. Let's see, Adam. Are you going to do a parlay for Sunday? If so, what is your favorite one? Wait till Friday, dude. Wait till Friday. I got a. I got a really good lineup this week. Bet them individually, but parlay them for sure. Uh, BY so wins this game at it? home. Individual You're going to be on my card. Booner, shut the hell up. Get get that hate out of here. BYU is not winning, Booner. Booner, coming in. Look at that. <laughs> that book the chest here. hair. BYU, book it. Yeah, if the Eagles win, it's going to be late, and it's going to be a really close game. I don't think the Eagles are going to oh. blow out the – I don't think they're a touchdown winner. No. I don't I think a four-point winner, not even 5-6, doesn't matter. I think three points at the most. Give me the points for the Lions week one. Let's see. If the Lions don't win, what stat – would make you remain hopeful the turnover and maybe if they run or pass the ball uh, how they how they throw the ball week one yeah i'm curious we'll see also defensively defensively too like if they give up 45 i mean yeah i'm I'm probably changing my outlook a little bit but we'll see BYU has a better chance of hooking up with a girl than beating Baylor. Thank you. I agree 100%, dude. <laughs> Softball. Broder, I agree 100%, man. Oh, I put all it. of Adam's bets uh, from uh, last Friday into a parlay. The U of M won carb. See? Guys, bet them individually. Please trust me on this. <laughs> when I give you five bets, bet them all individually. Because I'll hit three out of five, four out of five. Last week, four and one. So be very careful. Uh, no, you're right. It wasn't. Um, that's what I was saying. The Lions went something like twelve and five or eleven and six. Yeah, they were a playoff team. I think ten and seven was the number. <laughs> they were a playoff team. I think they were the ten and seven against the spread last year. Yeah. But that's it for today's show. Appreciate all of you for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Football officially back tomorrow. I can't Woo! wait. We'll see you on a beautiful Thursday morning. Make sure you go check out Big D Energy. Make sure you go check out the bottom, or excuse me, Armani and Edwards. Armani and Edwards. Excuse me, Armani and Edwards at two o'clock, and of course the heavyweights at five o'clock. We'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like the video before you leave. See you later. Deuces. Sports, sports ball, enjoy. How do you not?